Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Rise and shine! Goo, it's go time on a Thursday morning. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. You can certainly count on them. Count on us for the next four hours. Get you up and going. Out and about. some cool stuff to kick around today i think it's interesting to hear billy napier's perspective on where his program stands it look the glare is white hot right now on napier because of how the rivals are doing because of the fact you just went over against tennessee georgia fsu lsu because of the Jaden rashada drama uh, by the way, I'd like to know what the NIL number is on Rashada at Arizona State. That was the one thing that most interested me about where Rashada landed, and I, I can't find that intel out. So what, it's like $13 million to play here, or I'm going to go play for free? What? I need to know that, that intel. But signing day officially concluded yesterday with another round, and, you know, again, not a lot percolating or hap- happening uh, yesterday. I'll update you on the biggest names, but. For the most part, you know, this offseason is, well, this recruiting season has been put to bed by all the major powers and Florida. But, look, because of that white hot glare, probably judging a little too harshly where things stand, it is the 11th ranked recruiting class, and he did bulk up the defensive line especially. Now we're going to have to get to the coaching chops. Point is... Is it the number one class? Does it match Georgia or Alabama? No. Was Rome built in a day? Are you catching those boys in one year? No. Georgia didn't run down Alabama in one year. Alabama didn't run down Florida in one year. You got to build it up the way an SEC consistent perennial contending power can win. That's on the lines of scrimmage, man. The proof is in the league. Look at the LSU, Alabama, and Georgia players from defensive lines all over the National Football League and playing big roles. Look at them. Offensive line as well. And he had a he had a good class. They had the 11th ranked class overall. Now, <laughs> under the comparison of LSU being ahead of you in your recruiting, Georgia being ahead of you in your recruiting, Alabama being ahead of you in your recruiting, they were fourth best recruiting class in the SEC. You know, for and I only say I'm not saying this to like trumpet it as something great. I'm saying it to kind of knock back this narrative that it's just a colossal failure down there. Like we pointed this out earlier as well when it comes to Florida football. And, and that's just this point. We have bemoaned and noted and uh, reported on sometimes with exasperation. Um how the transfer portal has gone, right? All this mass defection, losing X amount of players to the transfer portal. Meanwhile, not picking up a ton through the transfer portal. Yet, if you look, just net gains and net losses, yeah, the total number has flip-flopped. But guess what? Of all the players that Florida lost, I saw a list recently of the top 50 transfer portal moves. Out of all the players they lost, they didn't get a top 50 player. They signed two top 50 players. So, again, because of that white, hot, 
glare of disappointment and frustration and, quite frankly, failure on the field this year and the looming quarterback issues. Billy Napier spoke about Graham Mertz yesterday. He spoke about the recruiting class. He, he spoke about a, a, a general state of the union. You're going to hear some of those comments coming up this hour. And a summation of a recruiting overall. The rich get richer. Alabama and Georgia are entrenched. They are knee-deep in SEC power. And that's where they are going to stay as long as Masseurs, Saban, and Smart are there. I, I can't see... Does that mean they win the national title every year? No. Lots of other teams are going to win. But those two will be right there. Like Bowden's Knowles, like Spurrier's Gators. That's where they are. That's where they'll be. Um, so, so more on that as we move along. I had a good basketball night, E.T. How'd y'all do? Well, the one thing I've always said about doing this show is if I could, like, if I, if I could impart one thing about me and my personality on anyone out there listening, all right? That excludes, by the way, a ton of different things. But if there was one thing that I could impart on all of you equally, it would be my it, it would be my interest slash passion in things other than the Jaguars and football. I, I get as I get as juiced and excited for a seven o'clock Gator basketball tip off as I do for a one o'clock NFL kick. Now we're not talking about playoffs and championships and all that stuff. I'm just talking about in general over the course of a season. I wish everyone could feel that. I don't, you know, my sports enthusiasm doesn't shut down when we get to the middle of February and the NFL season ends. You know, I will, uh, with great hope, watch the teams that I follow. And we know my true love Atlanta Braves is just waiting there about a, about a you know, she's waiting for me about a month and a half out. We're going to maintain a torrid seven-month affair. And that'll get me all the way back to football season and then, you know, the the passion that really can't be matched. But point being, I mean, I wish you guys had something like sports-wise that fulfilled you, you know, as much year-round as, you know, my psychotic self does. That being said, on to my good night of basketball, E.T. Vegas always knows, my brother. Vegas always knows. I told you all about Texas Tech the other day, made a point on this program saying yesterday, there's no way in the world I would pick Florida to beat Tennessee in basketball. Tennessee is number two in the country. Seven and one in the SEC. The number one defensive team in all of college basketball. Of the over 300 teams, Tennessee holds opponents to the lowest field goal percentage and the lowest points per game. Florida's offense is statistically for the year atrocious. As a field goal shooting unit, as a three-point shooting unit, and as a scoring offense. Way deep in the low 200s. Over in the 300s in some. It was a matchup of a power team, number two in the country, against a especially offensively challenged team. Now, we did say Florida can play a little defense. So, yesterday we noticed here, because it's what we do, that the Florida-Tennessee line was six points. Tennessee, despite all those advantages, was only a six-point favorite. But the funny thing was, they had been favored by more, and even though the whole world was betting on Tennessee, they were moving the line. Vegas was. Johnny Mongoose has got his stuff down. He moved it in the right direction. He encouraged even more. Oh, you like Tennessee at six? How'd you like Tennessee at five? And we said, look out. Something weird about this. Take it to Gainesville last night. 
as they play it on, you know, Billy Donovan Court, Florida 67, Tennessee 54. Vegas always knows. Vegas always knows, man. <laughs> it's a nice win for Florida. Beat the number two team in the country. Look, the Gators outside hope of evolving into a tournament team remains alive. They're 13-9. and nine. They're 6-3 and three in the SEC. They've got a lot of glaring losses. They have, play, they have played a brutal schedule. You know, top five schedule difficulty so far this year. But... Told you about this four-game stretch. And I also I did say this yesterday. Maybe the easiest of the four will be, it's hard to believe it, will be against the number two team in the country. But Tennessee coming into Gainesville may be the best shot. The other three games are all road games. They'll go to Kentucky this Saturday, and then they will play uh, at Alabama next week. Alabama's number four in the country. So they lost to number five, Kansas State. They beat number two, Tennessee. Six and three in the league, man. Tennessee, a, a, a power is just seven and two in conference. Suddenly, Florida's game at Kentucky kind of matters, doesn't it? They get there, they get to seven and three in the conference, fourteen and nine overall. Again, I'll happily pay Dan Hicken the twenty bucks. If you've been around, you know that story. So that's half my basketball night. So I tuned in this morning. My Hawks had a late game at the Suns last night. I tuned in this morning. And I don't know what the blazes happened there, but Atlanta one thirty-two, Phoenix a hundred. As I zipped through that game real quick, so. Um, my basketball rooting interests don't typically pay me off. So, a uh, tip of the cap to Gator basketball. I said FSU's, you know, just nightmare season continued. They got hammered last night at NC State. And, uh, by the way, Mike, remember Mike White and George beat Auburn earlier this year in Athens? Uh, Auburn got them uh, last night at home in the return visit by uh, more than 20. So, there's that. I'll tell you what is kind of top of mind for me, though. And... Uh, Top of mind, Jeff, then why we already talked about two or three different things. Well, because this is like a bigger, you know, I think narrative that we talk through the morning. It's easy to generically look at the most important position in the NFL, and then let's just take a look at what the quarterback situation is around the league. With Brady retiring yesterday, with with the 49ers making no bones about that's it for Jimmy Garoppolo here. There's a market out there for teams that need quarterbacks, and there is a stable, either through free agency or the draft, that are going to fill those voids. Where does it fall? How does it fall? So that, in and of itself, is an interesting question to, to ponder. But now that we're sitting here in the backyard of a what I believe will be an annual contender in the AFC, what if we look at it from a little bit different angle? What's best or worse for the Jaguars? depending on how the quarterback dominoes fall. What would be the worst open, fluctuating quarterback situation out there from the Jags' perspective? And that can include whether it comes through the draft, whether it comes through those that are available, you know, veteran-wise, free agency, or trade. I have my thoughts on it. We'll kick it around when we come back on the other side. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Deion Sanders fired up about his First class at Colorado, and he should be. That has been a doormat program out of top 25 recruiting class, and I would imagine they're not done at all when it comes you know, to some further transfers later this spring. going to let you hear from Billy Napier on his recruiting class state of the program and, and his thoughts on Graham Mertz and how they landed on a guy that hasn't really excited um, Gator Nation very much. Um, and, and again, the quarterback situations that would – most impact the Jaguars, either for the good or, or for the bad. So, 
Uh, all that and more. Thanks for being up and Adam with us. We've got some typical Thursday infotainment coming your way. Doc Kevin Murphy in studio with us. I thought it was interesting that, that Justin Herbert had surgery when the season ended, right? We didn't really hear of any kind of shoulder injury with Justin Herbert and the season barely over and he's already had surgery there. You know, what is the realistic expectation for Brock Purdy after we saw that terrible injury uh, in the NFC Championship game? So some some interesting injury notes to to go over with Doc uh, Murphy this morning. We got cat chat. We will uh, get settled on the parameters of the wheel. If the polar plunge stays, that's going to be decided today. We're going to first ask Doc Murphy, is it safe for Dan Hicken to plunge into that uh, ice-cold water for three minutes? And then depending on his answer, we will forward the conversation to Cat Chat and get it all lined up because Super Bowl Thursday, next Thursday, it all goes down. One way or the other. And I, I think we'll probably land and stay on the polar plunge, but, you know, again, we shall see. So, all right. Um, appreciate you this morning. We'll be back with more next. You're listening to 1010XL on 92.5 FM. All right, back here on the drill. There's college basketball. It's a cool little rivalry that kicks off tonight. It's the River City Rumble. JU and UNF are going to battle in back-to-back games. They play today at JU, Saturday afternoon at UNF. Uh, each has got work to do here. Now the home stretch of the season. UNF has lost three in a row, six of their last seven, so they've fallen to three and seven in the conference. Pretty sh- shame on me. I'm thinking on the fly here. Coach uh, Matty Driscoll off of listening to the program. Maybe he can shoot me a text. I-, I don't I don't think that all 14 teams make the conference tournament in the A-Sun. I think there's a cutoff point. I want to say it's at 10. So if you're UNF, you gotta you gotta get to work here and get up inside of that bubble. JU is five and five in the league. Coming off a win at Central Arkansas. UNF is three and seven in the league. And as I said, they're in a tough stretch right now. So th- this is a big game just for uh, uh, local rooting interest. Uh, Et, you you've never been to one of these Ju UNF games, have you? Never. Yeah, so you'd like it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be juiced up, man. Both both these programs doing a good job of like invigorating um, their fan bases, and and it's good atmosphere. You go to a game at UNF, man, it's a treat. And and they're winning over at Ju too, you know, relative. So um, just wanted to to get that out there. They'll be playing their little double dip. Interesting way they've set it up this year. You'll have uh, the game tonight at Ju, and again, as I said on Saturday, it'll be Ju at UNF. All right. So needless to say, the Jags are sitting pretty with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the king of the hill right now. Brady is gone. The old guard is out. That kind of sums up, by the way, that entirety of that old guard. Brady, Breeze, Manning, Eli, Roethlisberger, Rivers. Still one left. Still one uh, throwing it around. I would put in that same peer group, that class. That's Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, he will be a focal point of what we're about uh, to talk about. It would seem the way the league is set up right now. From this week's quarterback, uh, next week's Super Bowl matchup of quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, uh, Patrick Mahomes, both young, both top-rated, both homegrown, drafted by their current teams. The Bills with Josh Allen, the Jags with Trevor, the, the, the Bengals with Joe Burrow, the Chargers with Justin Herbert. 
it would seem that the next titleist from the AFC, you know, and I, I, I almost want to say the next five or ten are going to come from that group of players. Now you can't say that because guess what? Here comes C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young in this year's draft, and then they'll be the next year and the next year, and, and and younger ones are going to pop. It's important that Trevor takes that step next year and legitimately joins those guys, doesn't linger in the middle. There have been quarterbacks who have had seasons flirted. They're going to be that guy, and then they because of win-loss or otherwise, they're not. See Matthew Stafford, right? No one ever confused Matthew Stafford for a top-three quarterback when he was playing in Detroit. They didn't win. Went to the Rams, had the right pieces, won the Super Bowl. Is there a Matthew Stafford in this group of quarterbacks? Because for the most part, that's not how you win your Super Bowl. For the most part. Yeah, Tom Brady won seven. He won one with the Bucks, joining him as a free agent. Guess what? He won six with the team that drafted him. Russell Wilson, a winner in Seattle, who drafted him. Peyton Manning, a winner. In Indianapolis, who drafted him? Added another in Denver, I'll grant you. But before that, Elway drafted even. Go way back. Eli Manning, two Super Bowls, drafted. The surest way to your Super Bowl is identifying, drafting, developing, and then enjoying your franchise quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, drafted, won the Green Bay's last Super Bowl. Point being, look, Brady did it. Matthew Stafford did it. The Rams found a veteran quarterback who hadn't won, uh, who was not in that elite group. It wasn't one of the young up-and-comers, but they found him, and he was good enough to win a Super Bowl. But the the misses are more than the hits. Most veteran quarterbacks go. They may improve the team they're on, but, you know, Phillip Rivers didn't go win a Super Bowl with the Colts. Matt Ryan didn't win a Super Bowl with the Colts. Um, Russell Wilson didn't go win a Super Bowl this year with Denver. Uh, Ryan Tannehill didn't go in a Super Bowl with Tennessee. It would seem like you need, you you need to get on this 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 youth train, man. You better find your young guy and hope he's as good as that group of five or six that I've mentioned. I I think you know we can include Jalen Hurts in that group, but because of his style, um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if you're ranking guys as throwers. I'm not a quarterback guru. It would, to my eye, seem that those other guys are more pure, natural throwers. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts brings an athletic ability that included 15 rushing touchdowns. Don't get me wrong. So, all right, Brady's gone. Garoppolo's out there. You know, the veterans who could come either via trade or being released, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, is there anywhere Derek Carr can land where they're going to win the Super Bowl? Doesn't seem like it. He just don't seem like that guy. Derek, like Derek Carr lands with the Jets. Ho-hum. Yawn. Although I will say this, Derek Carr's never played for anything better than I think it's the 23rd ranked defense. Jets have a good defense. Jets are inevitably going to land on one of these dudes. Do the Packers deal Aaron Rodgers or does this nonsense finally get put to bed without an entire offseason and he just, we just, you know, come to terms he's going to ride it out as a Packers does he go out with an opening net? What about Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders? Does that make them a Super Bowl contender? It might. Yes. Right? It might. The question, the only question I have, the the, the doubt that I have, the cynicism that I bring is I'm I'm thinking in my mind, and, and I'm not remembering all the Super Bowls that Aaron Rodgers has been to the last 10 years on good teams in his prime with the Packers. Why suddenly for another team with another place 
whose personnel is going to be any better than what he had with the Packers when they were really good. I mean, dude's been a one seed three or four or five times. Not that I'm not with you, that a change of scenery in the right situation, he couldn't win a Super Bowl. I don't believe the Raiders can win the Super Bowl because of all those other dudes that I just named. Even with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Ryan Tannehill? Are the Titans going to ride him out for another year? I think they may just give Tannehill another year. Right? You've drafted Malik Willis for good or bad. He's going to be around. I think you give another year to get your eyes on Willis and see what you think you got. You ride Tannehill and Derrick Henry for another year, and then you make a big move next year. That's what I would say the Titans do. For the Jags, I think that's good. Right? Absolutely. I don't want Aaron Rodgers quarterback in the Titans. No, sir. No, really, I think the two from a let's 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 move it a little bit. Just so you get an you know an idea, you know, Derek Carr could be out there. Um Ryan Tannehill, I guess, supposedly could be out there. Uh what what happens with Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson, I'm sure Jackson ends up the same. I bet the Giants end up extending Daniel Jones. He made a lot of improvement under Brian Dayball. Jimmy G. You got Jimmy G out there. You got Jameis out there. Um, Geno Smith, I say, stays with Seattle. He He found a good spot. But, yeah, Jimmy G, where does he go? Jameis, as I said, is out there. Um, You know, what about the the young draft picks that are coming, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud? I don't want them in the division. It sounds like that's where they're headed, my man. (laughs) I mean, the mock drafts say C.J. Stroud to Houston and Bryce Young to the Colts. I don't like that. That's bad for the Jags when we talk about how is it from a Jaguars perspective, yep. right? Uh-huh. To me, the, the worst-case scenario, now it would be short-term, but to me the worst-case scenario would be Aaron Rodgers to the Colts. Put Aaron Rodgers on the Colts, Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Now, that's a problem. They still got Harry High School running the show up there with Jeff Saturday. I mean, I don't know what they're – he's the betting favorite to get that job. Oof. And and there's, like, not a lot of smoke or fire on air. Look, there was smoke on Tom Brady going here, there, and everywhere, and dude retired yesterday, this time for good. So, there's, there's not, like, some constituted reports that Aaron Rodgers headed to the Colts. But when you – here's what I don't want to see. And I think we are going to see the young quarterbacks perhaps land in our division rivals' backyard. Maybe not both of them. Maybe someone says, "Not on Colts." You said it four. You ain't getting them. Somebody will jump up, move, make you know, make some sort of uh, like the Bears sitting there at at number one. They're, yeah, they're definitely not taking him. Yeah, right. If somebody wants him, they can uh-huh. move up there. Right. You can jump if you want C.J. Stroud. You can jump Houston. Maybe Houston trades just so that no one can jump them if they love a guy. Uh huh. I think those guys scare me more than any free agent move that could happen. I mean, look, Russ, it didn't work. Deshaun Watson didn't do anything. And look, just first year for these guys, I get it. But you don't feel like Deshaun Watson and the Browns are winning the Super Bowl. You don't feel like Russell Wilson and the Broncos are winning the Super Bowl. Not with Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Lawrence, and Herbert all grazing the field. At prime, studs in the, you know, right in the age range. So I'd be the younger guys falling to the Texans and the Colts, I think, that would be most uh, scary for the Jaguars. But there, there's a lot of percolating out there right now with the quarterback position, especially with the finality yesterday that came from uh, Brady announcing his retirement. 
What's your thoughts on Jimmy G? Like I think Jimmy, Jimmy G is a good piece for someone. Jimmy Look, G to the Titans? Would that bother you? I, that, was, that would be an upgrade for the Titans. Uh, I don't think they'll move from Tannehill for Jimmy G, though. Okay. I don't think they will. I don't know that for sure. Jimmy G to the Colts? I don't think Jimmy G and the Colts beat the Jags, but I don't know. Jimmy G has a, way, a knack for winning. Yeah, right, he does. You know, could... I don't know if we give him enough credit or don't. What about Jimmy G to the Raiders, where he'd be reunited with Josh McDaniels? That would make some sense. Certainly know each other in the in the system there. I guess my point is, I don't think any of these veteran quarterbacks can land at any current teams, and that team win a Super Bowl in this window in front of them with those guys, like I said, with, with Burrow, Mahomes, Lawrence, Herbert. I mean, throw Lamar in there. Man, I just don't know. Not one of those guys going every year, but I mean, when you take your chances with those four winning an, those five, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Lawrence, or the field, those five dudes, or the field for the next <laughs> three Super Bowls. To me, I'm saying win the AFC. Right. But yeah, easy, yeah. Right, you would, that. wouldn't you? Yeah. How 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 long are you willing to? Ex- to extend the time frame. Like, for the next five years, you would take those five versus the field. I got it. I'd have to see those. For three years, boys. you said yeah. yes. Five? Um, five, I don't know. Yeah, I don't what know. What does Vegas say? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Vegas is always right. I don't know how they did it. Again, last night in Gainesville. Crazy. Anyway, we'll talk more about the quarterbacks and uh, where we stand. so nice to not have to worry about that. Not be the team hoping Nick Foles is going to come in and save the world. Not be the team hoping that... You draft a quarterback who's never done it against the big boys, whether it's Blake Bortles or Byron Leftwich or anyone else, and he's going to have that superstar, you know, moxie. It hadn't happened, well, until it has, so. All right, let's talk just a little bit. Um, We're going to have a football fix, you know, coming up next segment. More news from around the National Football League. Yeah. We're going to get to some Billy Napier here, a couple other recruiting notes. Um, look, it, first of all, Billy Napier said, no, there were no problems other than or after the, the the Rashada deal. You know, he said that. So and so that's fine. He said every coach has got frustrations right now with the NIL. He thinks, he believes they are handling the NIL the right way. And meanwhile, this would fly contrary to what the national perspective is because of the Rashada you know, blow up. Napier says the NIL is actually a strength in his program. Well, I mean, I, I think I can only speak about um, our current team, right? Our focus being on our current team, uh, the current athletes that we have. Not only football, but a lot of our other sports have benefited. So, you know, we've got a ton of strengths in that area. You know, we've got we live in a state with 21 million people. Uh, we've got half a million living alumni. We're surrounded by huge markets uh, and I think our players are benefiting from that I saw um I saw Brock Bowers did something yesterday at Georgia rather than accept any individual deals he just wants to go into a collective for all the Georgia athletes how cool was that that's what's up you know if they would all take that mentality and pull that 30 million that they could all draw in and spread it out among 50 guys we're all getting rich right richer than we need to be at 18 19 20 years old anyway that's another story let's go back to Billy Napier here he is with National Signing Day coming to a conclusion yesterday. Again, you know, maybe losing Rashada, falling a couple of places, being behind some of your rivals, still 11th is not bad. And when you look at some of the pieces, if Florida hits on the guys who are impressing them, 
few of the defensive linemen, a couple of the offensive linemen, the receivers in particular, a bunch of DBs highly acclaimed. Now, if they hit the majority of those players, the, the ascent can be quicker than maybe we, it looks like it's going to be right now. Here's Napier on the overall effort. I think one high school player today, but I think more importantly, we've added nine uh, players through the portal since the last time we got together. So, you know, really proud of the personnel department and in particular uh, the college scouting group. All right, um, that that leads to Graham Mertz. I, I think I saw where Billy Napier said they they evaluated twenty four quarterbacks. There's a lot of them that, that that changed spots, guys that were higher in their conference rankings, uh, where they had what, from the schools they were coming from, guys who were lower on other lists. That the, they settled on this Graham Mertz cat from Wisconsin, who statistically has not overwhelmed at all. I mean, it's it's probably not good if. Through three seasons, your best game remains your first one. And that's what happened with Mertz. He burst onto the scene as a, as a like a five-star freshman who was unreal. And it looked like Wisconsin was going to become Ohio State for a couple years. And he just did not maintain. Going to have a stable athlete here in Florida. He did not have it Wisconsin. That's for sure. Uh, but no matter, you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, the Florida fan base is not energized about Graham Mertz. And I am in that category. I am not Billy Napier, however. Graham Mertz, you know, I think that we evaluated a lot of quarterbacks, you know, in the portal. We're talking about a guy that started 32 games. You know, he's an experienced player. And I do believe uh, he's got unique tools. You know, when you go back to all the way to his high school recruitment, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the country. You know, close to 6'3", a little under 6'3", he's 215 pounds, um, extremely intelligent. Had a great conversation with Paul Christ. You know, just all the people there that speak to, spoke on his behalf. You know, I think we're getting an experienced player that's got arm talent that can process. Wanted to be at Florida. All right, so uh, you know at the top, it's Alabama number one, Georgia number two. Each have just another bountiful recruiting uh, classes. I mean, we're already looking forward now to the 2024. I saw Georgia got the number five player in the country already committed uh, to next year's class. In fact, they're already... Uh, firing off rankings. Like, Georgia's got nine ESPN 300 commits for next year already in the fold. and would be not, Now, look, these rankings are subject to a lot of change. Uh, but there are the dogs at number one. Notre Dame, number two for next year. LSU, number three. FSU. Right now, as we sit on the 2024 class, the class that will be accumulated this calendar year and announced for the most part in December, as they sit right now, number four overall. And some wanted to fire Norvell. And Billy Napier in Florida are number six. Florida and FSU each have four uh, ESPN 300 commits. Uh, Florida has the number 12 offensive player. FSU's highest rated is a running back, Cameron Davis, number 44. Uh, Florida has the number 53 defensive player, Miles Graham. FSU has number 67, safety Jordan Pride. So that that's where Florida needs to be. That's where FSU needs to be if they're going to get back into the same punching classes, Alabama and Georgia, and, you know, to a degree, others. So, all right, uh, let's do this. Let's uh, come back with a football fix on the other side. Got some NFL news. Got some Jags-specific news for you. I love this feeling of hope right now before the financial and contractual realities kick in. But it's a love fest right now down at the stadium. I'll explain what I mean when I return. If you watch last year's golf event at Pebble Beach, you might remember... A very glaring highlight. The eighth hole at Pebble Beach, the 
course cuts along the cliffs there on the Pacific Ocean, but the eighth hole, you hit it up to this cliff and this gorge. And obviously, you know, there, there's a, you only go so far, but Jordan Spieth last year really pushed the boundaries. He, his ball was like up against the ledge. He was like dangling over, like, like if you fall, you die kind of situation. I don't mean like you tumble down a hill. I mean, he's right up against the, um, just right up against the edge. His caddy's telling him, no, let's take a drop and hit it. And, you know, he ended up hitting it. He saved a par and it was a, it was a daring shot. It hit all the highlights. But that shot over the cliff on the par four eighth hole is going to be harder to replicate this year. Um, they've adjusted. But they've adjusted. You know why they've adjusted? Not because speed necessarily came so close to danger, but see what's happened is is every tourist that comes through to play the golf course wants to replicate the shot. So they all yeah, go they up there. Try to do like that. Yeah, they all go up there to the cliff and they put it where he was. And so liabilities. Yeah. The Pebble Beach said, Yeah, man. I mean, so they've been forced to, they moved the hazard line back and they put thick rough in so balls stop before they go up to as close to the cliff's edge as um, Jordan Speed hit the ball last year. I know that as a club, uh, we make a concerted effort to move that line further o- away, resort play. That's been their concern. Last year, Speed famously decided to go for the shot against the wishes of his caddy. He told him to take the penalty, but the three time major winner. Took a dangerous off-balance swing, forcing him to step back from the bluff as he hit the ball. Shot worked out. He saved par. And now, as I said, everyone who plays Pebble Beach wants to show that they, too, can hit that. Uh, Speed, upon reflection, I think I saved a stroke. Does the reward outweigh the risk? Not if you think the risk was dying. But I also felt I could whack it over the water with a 7-iron get up near the green. Yeah, I think now, knowing my son a lot better, he was really young at the time, I may not have hit that shot. Um, most people, be it amateurs in this year's tournament resort guest, won't hit it as far as Spieth does anyway. They don't do it. But, yeah, too many people saying, hey, yeah, I can do that. Um, no, you can't. It's time for a football fix. Let's fire up the band, give you some news around the National Football League. We'll start here in our own backyard. Now, free agency is going to be upon us sooner rather than later. Jags have their own crop of guys, right? This is the hope stage that I was talking about when we went to break. Like I saw Jawan Taylor said he hopes to remain in Jacksonville will be a part here. And I heard Doug Peterson say, we hope to be able to keep. Well, if everybody hopes, let's come somewhere in the middle. Make it happen. We'll see about the, the reality. There are, of course, other free agents. Evan Ingram, I think we expect them to really do their best to I saw the franchise numbers came out, by the way, and tight end's only like $13 million if you're forced to. Uh, Jawan Taylor certainly is going to get a lot of interest. Arden Key has a role. How much money does he command, and do you need to upgrade there? Uh, Trey Herndon is, you know, not a superstar by any stretch, but he's played a lot of years here in Jacksonville. Made 30 starts over the course of his career. Smoot tore the Achilles in December, so, you know, the interest in him is going to be hurt by that. Our kicker is a free agent. Do we need to bring Riley Patterson back? Yeah, we do. You know, we've talked about the top-end guys. We haven't mentioned some of these guys in the middle toward the bottom. What about Wingard? Dewey, you want him. Yeah, we do. Locker room guy. Wingard, Wingard. He's uh, more than a locker room guy. He graded well. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. It's probably time to get younger there. Marvin Jones is a good soldier. We got him a playoff spot. Uh, Man hurts, didn't work. Another silly signing. Don't go sign a, a you don't go sign a tight end to be a freaking blocker. You sign a tight end to catch the 
stupid football. Be able to do both. Uh, C.J. Beathard, the backup quarterback, I don't think he's right where he'll just be and stay. That's usually how that works, isn't it? Yeah, the ping-pong champ. Uh, Jamal, uh, Jamichael Hasty came in late, made a few plays. I don't think will be a priority. Uh, Dan Arnold, who somehow on the Urban team was like considered our best playmaker. Here we got Dan Arnold. Oh, man, Dan Arnold. Remember the days? They weren't that long ago where if your tight end made a 12-yard play, you thought you just signed Travis Kelsey. We were like, man, we need to get the ball to Dan Arnold <laughs> right? more. Uh, he's a free agent. Uh, Adam Gotsis. Gotsis last year, did he? Made some plays. Did, but did he get cut and then get brought back? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. They got to get better. Right? Yeah, that's kind of a simple. Been a, like I said, a contributing player here, good soldier. No, our defensive linemen need to be upgraded big time. Really across the board, if you looked at statistically only. Uh, that about does it for any kind of names you've heard. Now another name that lingers out there is the status of Jamal Agnew, right? You keep hearing, could that be a salary cap move? What? Why? What? Who wants to get rid of Jamal Agnew? That's crazy. Who wants to get rid of a pro bowler? He's uh, due to count $5.9 million to get the team's cap. So what? He plays some receiver for you? He's it, a good weapon. This is a – I don't understand this. This. I don't understand this. I, I don't know why Agnew is, in the, you know, 27 years old, is a is – a, is a beast. He'd save $4.7 million in cap space. That's fine. Who are you going to replace him with? Be careful with the old anyone can do it, you know, strategy. Uh, no, they can't. Agnew's a good player and, and, and a well-rounded player, and I would make that a priority. We shall see. Uh, after the fact, Tom Brady says he was never going to be anywhere but Tampa Bay. Called it quits yesterday. Jimmy Garoppolo, a now officially divorced, right? Not divorced, kind of. Not separated legally and then give it another whirl. Officially divorced from the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan said as much yesterday. Forget Super Bowl distraction. This is a horrific charge against an Eagles offensive lineman who, when he was in college, has now been indicted on rape and kidnapping charges. Offensive lineman Josh Sills is a rookie. Hall of Fame exec Bobby Beathard, uh, remembered mostly, at least by me, with the Washington franchise, also the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Before they were of Los Angeles. Chris Richard not returning as the Saints co-defensive coordinator. He'll be on it, on the way out. Look, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys made news when they parted ways with their offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Jerry Jones saying yesterday, Mike McCarthy will call the Cowboys plays next year. Tua has cleared the concussion protocol, so I guess he will be active when the Dolphins don't play this week. Meanwhile, new Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is uh, embracing the change. I mean, key to being a good young offensive coordinator who stays in the head coaching loop. Have quarterbacks like Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert. That's a good start. And that's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by me. Hick and Arrival more come your way next on a custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. You know it! Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Ah. 
Hello, Jeffrey. Hello, sir. I, I, from the feedback I'm getting on the text line, Design My Lifetime Enclosures. Uh-huh. I sure am glad Florida ended up covering. I'm not one saying I had figured it out. I just said it was fishy, but I got oh, I bet the house on the oh dear Florida. There's like three, four guys. Oh there. Yeah. wow, yeah, that's a nice win for the Gators. Yeah, forget to cover. Go figure. <laughs> well, the win is just part. You know, I can't figure college basketball though it's for hard. the life of me. I mean, it's Florida hit threes. You do that, you you win. They hit threes last night. Guys, hit they made them. seven. That's Tennessee made what? Tennessee was terrible yeah. shooting the basketball. Ten, Mr. Ten nailed it. Yeah. The, the Achilles heel for his basketball shooting. team, they go into those. Bad slums. shooting. They, they look, can't win. They're not going to play six straight games. They look Florida-like. Yeah. Because Florida last night was a lot better offensively than they've been. Doesn't they were make better, sense. but they weren't great. I mean, 67. I, Tennessee's only given up 67. Uh, more they play, than, well, that's fair. More than three times. the opponent. Right. But, but I remember it, oh, it's 17 to 4, and then all of a sudden it's 22 to 21, and I'm like, no. They just out Tennessee just outscored Florida seventeen to five on the backside and 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 it was like a six seven eight minute span. Well, there was that when it got to it was like Tennessee got it up but to, to like Florida's a six credit, point lead. Yeah, they came back I, in the second. That, I've seen that that movie yeah. this year. They always falter there yeah, and lose by twelve. Was, is it, that's uh, that's, that's your a nice that's win. your signature win for Todd like, Golden. To yeah, start, for sure. You know, and it's it's. You know, they beat a number two at the O'Connell Center last year, like you mentioned. And have in the past. Regularly through the years, Florida has been good enough to get a, a team. Can You you got to get to where you're getting three or four. I think the issue here is that, once again, the SEC is overrated. And I, everyone they shouldn't loves be them. number two yeah, teams. Yeah. I know. Everyone loves them. And the conference ranks second behind the Big <laughs> 12 by every measurable. It's just, I, just, I don't see it. about it. I just watch these games, and I yeah. just – Well, if you watch amazing. the other leagues, you'd the say ones the same I watch, thing. Yeah, I guess. That's it. The ones I watch, they just – I mean, the shooting is atrocious. I mean, wide open looks. They just don't – you know, uh, my youngest son went up to Atlanta, and he went to the Knicks-Hawks game. Who won that then, game? The Hawks. And then he went to the Syracuse-Georgia Tech game the next day. And he said, wow. He goes, the, he goes it was incredible, the difference. He said, the – and this is something we've always talked about, but if you ever go to an NBA game, watch them come out and shoot in pregame. They just never miss. Yeah, it's crazy. They never miss. They just sit there and swish, swish, swish. It's just unbelievable. And then you watch a college game when they warm up, and it's clang, bang, whang. <laughs> That's for sure. It's a big dip. Well, here's what's happened to you. You always kind of follow suit. You know, the NBA players want to high fly. The college players want to high fly. The NBA players, because they're really, really good, Jack up threes, but guess what? They hit 40, 45% of them. Mm-hmm. These college teams, these kids shoot it from everywhere now, and they don't shoot great. Yeah. So, anyway, it was a good, it was a, a really good win. And by the way, again, it's not, it's the first time I think I've been able to say, well, if they win one of these next two, they'll get into the, they'll at least get into the discussion of being a tournament team. If they could beat, win at Alabama or at, uh, at Kentucky or at Alabama, uh, win one of those games, they would, they'd start showing up on first four out or on the bubble or so. things like that. I think last night's win is going to jump They're a them. game behind Tennessee in yeah. the in – the, in the, 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 the SEC slate is the, in the, the key. In the, in the SEC. If they somehow get through all this and they're fourth in the league with 11 wins or 12 wins, I mean, that's not – what, what I'm predicting, they are 6-3. and three. I didn't think they'd get that one last night, big picture. Do you think they're winning Gators, either of these next two? <laughs> Gators, uh, a Gator school, I guess, does not want STC games because they 
they rolled out the police. Yeah. Right down the line. I, I, I'm not getting into all this banter about the storm in the court. It's silly. Yeah. You're not you're not podunk if you storm it. You're not classy if you don't. You're not the well, opposite. It, don't sit there and say it was classy. They That's weren't allowed I mean. to. So. Well, I'm just saying. And <laughs> some of these ones that are storming these football fields, I think, technically aren't allowed to when it starts. Well, sure. But they're not running past. I know it's dangerous, whatever. Yeah. So is getting in your car and driving to work. Well, I mean, it's a it's fun not thing. Like, well, it's a fun thing for the college. Well, and, and the co- Dan, did I miss the tragedy of the eight kids dying this year in these? <sighs> no, there's nothing. Nothing on any of these. Right. So There's been, you know, a hundred of them. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's but anyway. Not, it's not an issue. I, if Florida didn't storm the court last year against <laughs> Auburn, why would they do it this year against Tennessee? What's yeah. the difference? Yeah. Well, I don't think. The only time I ever remember storming the court in Gainesville ever was when they went to the end. NIT Final Four in, like, 86. Yeah. And they did. I was there at that game. Yeah. I, was a I was there, too. I was working. That's the only time I remember the Florida uh, entering Florida fan. And football's never happened in Gainesville. Yeah. I mean, unless it happened back in the old days, but it has not happened since 1985. I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, good win. Uh, <clears throat> things didn't go as well for FSU last night. It's kind know. of a nightmare year for them. They, they had one of those halves that you... Don't like to have. The, the, the disappointing thing if you're FSU fan is that you had kind of righted the ship a little bit. A little bit. Well, they had the terrible start, but they got to where they were like, I, I want to say at one point they were four and two in the ACC, five and two or something. So they had, I mean, yeah. they had gotten to a point that they could, you know, start climbing back a little bit at least. And that's, that's, you know, that's out the window. They're on a, they're on a cooler now. They've lost three in a row. They fall in a, well, see, yeah, they're, they've lost three in a row. They're five and seven in the league. So at one point, five and four. Yeah. They've Maybe. run they've run into uh they get Louisville next up there, then they have Syracuse, Pitts, Pitt beat North Carolina last night. They've got number twenty Clemson. They got some Yeah, they were five and four in the league, and then Miami came that that Miami game would have been a nice one. Because they've lost three in a straight since then. You know, they they you know, seven to thirty they would be it would have been eight and twelve after that game instead of it's one of those years. One of those years. Yeah, and and I think the tide has turned. I think that window, Leonard Hamilton's old, dude. Yes, he, is. he looks great. So you don't realize how old he is. And I don't say this for his coaching capability, but how long is he going to want to do this? Here, our one-on-one financial poll question today, Jack's defensive MVP this season. It's, De- inter- it's interesting to me who they picked. I gave him Campbell, Allen, Aluakon, and Jenkins. Campbell, Allen, Aluakon, and Jenkins. He got over 800 votes. I think Campbell, Allen. Mm-hmm. Aluakun and Jenkins. Yeah. Boy, that's just, those are, you couldn't, you couldn't have more equal kind of plus and minus put them all together. I just think because of the, just the, the crazy volume of big plays he made, I'd say Jenkins. That's what I would say. He's second. He's I, got 37 points. So they're going with, they're, they're all in love with Aluakun's tackle numbers. 43.8. Yeah. That stat's a bit overrated. I got, um, <clears throat> Tyson Campbell, a couple comments, like, you know, I, he's the answer. He's one of the – at his position, he's the best of those four. Um, I believe that, too. Yeah. And Josh Allen only got 3.3%. Well, he should. That's about what he should get. He's yeah. been asked to be the alpha dog these last two or three years, and he is whimpered. Yeah. yeah. He sits on the porch. He's a good dog. Yeah. But he ain't an alpha dog. Not doing it. Not getting it done. National Signing Day, best story of the year and I, uh, uh, from yesterday – that I saw, that Ox Ox Gator actually told me about this, so I'll give him credit. Um, the Ohio State at 6 a.m. Okay, very excited about National Signing Day. All right, put out a put out a, a tweet, a social media text, if you will. 
Uh, 6.03 a.m. This concludes our National Signing Day. (laughs) (laughs) Did nothing. (laughs) Makes sense. That's what it was. That's it in a nutshell. That's what this date, we talked about this a little bit. In some ways, it's kind of sad. It's what it's become. Yeah. With that said, I have this list of the highest rated recruit of all time for every school. Okay. You know, I've seen a list like this recently, and what's surprising about it is that the great play, like, if you ask me, a fun way to do this would be, who's the best player from X and X school? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to say somebody. And then it's going to, like, I know Florida's is Ronald Powell. Ropo, five-star general. If, if you're ranked, you know. You Gator, remember Ronald Powell? You ever hear him, E? No. If, no. If you rated Gator <laughs> football players, he'd be, like, down around 100. 100? Maybe. Way down. Well, Further. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. My point just, was the, yeah. uh, the nowhere near is what yeah. I mean. But that's all. In Alabama's that that offensive lineman who's hard to pronounce his name. Yes, yeah, Cyrus Conjo. Give me a break, dude. This is just shows you what an abject failure trying to rate the top high school players is. That's just a bottom line. I mean, if you Alabama yeah. and, the, and the laundry list of super talent that's come through, yeah, and I get Quanjo, well, I get Ropo. Yeah, these are the highest so, rated. Yes. Yeah. So give me give me Herschel at Georgia. I'm guessing it ain't him. Georgia was Justin Fields. Yeah. Good player. He didn't do a lot of Georgia. Yeah, but still. Uh, Florida State was Ernie Sims. Perfect again. You see what I'm saying? This list is, these recruiting lists are. Miami was DJ Williams. See? I mean, what are we doing? It's great. I remember, yeah, DJ Williams. I'm just saying, all right, so listen, everyone excited about getting the number one player this year. Good luck. I bet you, I bet you Trevor's Clemson. Was it? Was Ernie Sims higher rated than um, he must have been the number one player in the yeah, country Ernie because was, Ernie was the number one player. Yeah, because the uh, doctor, what was the yeah, doctor's Myron name Roll. from New Jersey? Myron, Myron Roll. Roll. Yeah, he was way up there. Arizona State, Vontez Perfect. Uh, what about? Um, let's see if I can find is, is Trevor Clemson? Oh, Clemson. Yeah. I bet he's. I bet that. I bet that is Tre- and Trevor Lawrence, co- and he is their best player. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Sometimes it is your best. Boom. player. Boom. Very few that of might those. might be the only one. Is I that see. the only one who? Nah, yeah. probably, I'm looking at a lot of lists here. Hold on. Uh, give me a school and I'll look. Um, Tennessee. Is it Peyton? Okay, that's a good one. Let's see. Tennessee is Bryce Brown. Yeah, this. Texas, Vince Young. Take your list. Uh-huh. Sh- shove it into a ball. <laughs> yeah. Pour lighter fluid on it and set it on fire. There's one. UCLA, Jalen Phillips, who played at Miami. Mm-hmm. And is a dolphin. Good yeah. player. Um, let's see if there's anybody else. This is fun. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Let's look at Notre Dame's. USC is another one. Notre Dame's is Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> quarterback. This, this, this is the worst list I've ever heard. In my but life. it's it's an accurate list. I know it. No, it's it's an accurate in its inaccuracy. Joe McKnight. Ba- Joe McKnight for USC. <laughs> Man, again, what we happened need to, to Joe McKnight? He passed away. Yeah. Uh, was it a car? Did he get it, shot, shot and killed forget, in a car yeah, accident? I, I forget or? what it was. Road rage I'd like thing? To, I would, I would like it? to take this moment, if I could, just real quick. Yes, sir. And I just want to give my condolences to all you college football fans who think the top prospect in your class this year is worth a flip. So I apologize to well, all you. This is the highest rated but, recruit of well, all time. Well, then, then, then it would also apply that your highest rated every year is not your highest rated. Auburn is Byron Cowart. Yeah, Remember not him? Bo. It ain't Bo. It's Byron Cowart. He was a stud. Yeah. This is, yeah, this shows you. That recruiting LSU. Sucks. Who's LSU's? Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. yeah, Leonard was the man. Leonard. Not near um, their best one, though. Maryland. Stefan Diggs. That's pretty now good. That made well. Yeah, Houston. Bet. Eddie Oliver. 
All right. So we got a few. Who's LSU? Who do you think LSU's is? You just told me it was Leonard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, sh- of, I was thinking of all these guys. There's been a lot thinking of. Thinking of JJ and all those dudes, yeah. This was, what's Wisconsin? It's not JJ Watt. He was like a two star. The great Josh Oglesby. I mean, look at this list. <laughs> I was going to say Ron Bain. And what, what about Jonathan Taylor? What about any of them? Graham Mertz, I thought it might be, to be honest with you. Oh, no. So Billy goes on. Listen, I like Billy Napier. He says the same stuff. It, it, it start. He, the NIL is a strength of Florida. Like, here's my first thing. He says, well, I, I can't talk about, why not? Why can't we talk about the Rashada thing? What happened, Billy? Why can't we talk about it? Why is it a secret? Well, because here's why. Because you don't. It's not really a secret. It's just like it's probably involved. Or is it? I don't want to talk about the people who are on the team. Messed up. I don't want to put it out. Well, well, I don't think. I think it's beyond that. I think. I think they're. I think the real truth of what happened with Rashada. You probably bear. Are you going to tell me that there are rules that they can't talk about? No, I don't believe that. I'm going to tell you that maybe somebody who had promised some money backed out at the last second. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so maybe you face some. You you're not allowed to talk about that, or maybe you don't have you, you. You face some sort of backlash from legally if you like undermine. I don't know contractually if you're not allowed to comment on boosters who do or don't do. There could be a lot of reasons. Yeah. why he can is all I'm saying. Okay, I'd like him to talk about it. I think that I think that what's going on in college sports and that if that is an example of of that you know happened we need to know what happened and he knows better than anybody what happened so I'd like him to talk about it now, I know we maybe want, he can't I know we want to know I, I mean yeah. need and want I guess is different depending on the definition of who's you know I mean from, we don't need to know. Point. You know sure, why so and so ain't playing this week, or you know, I, I just I, well, it's like many stories. It depends on your interest level. I'm sure you find some people have moved on. Jaden Rashad. Here's what I want to know. You know what I need to know? What do you How, need what know? nil money did he get at Arizona State? That's the only thing I care about. Since all, money's all that matters, and the thirteen and a half million, this, that, and the other. You know, I don't think you got any. Well, see, then that's then. Come on, what are we doing? Right. But anyway, I. I the NIL is a strength. Uh, okay, I guess it is for those who are there. But then why? Okay, well then why did uh, those two offensive linemen leave? You know, I, I mean, just there's lots of lots of. He might respond that well, two offensive linemen left. We've turned over that room. We lost yeah. two offensive linemen. Neither was ranked in the top fifty. We added one who is. Yeah, that might be his answer. That yeah, might be I know. the wrong answer. You might be right, but that might be the answer. Yeah, I will say this: the white hot intensity of evaluation of Napier is as it should. They failed so miserably on the field. So I think the natural inclination is sure. every move they make is, oh, Graham Mertz, or well, oh, yeah. you lost 30 guys, or oh, you're only 11. You know Graham Mertz's stats are... I know exactly what he are is. ...are Anthony Richardson's stats without the running. I'm not... I'm not so I don't... Enough. I didn't want Graham Mertz. Oh, I know I, you didn't. I, I want, I, I, it's hard for me to get, you know... I guess the when you t- tell me you evaluated twenty four quarterbacks and that's I hope you're right. Listen, I hope you're right. The no, great I, thing about I sports is right. we'll find out. Here's the you're wrong. You, here, you, here, you have a better chance of being right than I have a chance of being right. Here's the golden parachute. This is what has to happen for Napier. What has to happen is the elite of his recruiting class, all eight, have to hit. Yeah, those freshman receivers got to be Ike Redell and Quez. Yeah. That's those. Yeah. Th- they're in the same well, area. Gonna, right. And we'll find out. Right. Yeah. But that's Ike Redell and Quez. That's where they were rated, where yeah. these receivers are rated. You know, you got to. And then the, the other these, thing. That, these D linemen. We got to be, you got to well, be, you know. The other thing is we keep saying, well, you know, ninth class, ninth. They weren't ninth. They were or 14th on the one I looked at, 24 well, 7. The last two I've seen, they've been 11th, but I, I don't yeah. know if, if, I don't know which two I looked at, but they yeah. were 11th in each. But they're, they're, my point is this. 
because of the rightful negative focus and intensity on Billy Napier in year mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. We don't accept anything that might be positive. And I, having, the, having the fourth best recruiting class in the SEC when you were the 12th best program might be a good thing. It might indicate that, well, gosh, what if they're the third best program? Maybe we can recruit light. Right. You had the fourth best recruiting class in a conference right. that you were dog A bottom in. Right. So what, imagine some – now, you got a coach, dude. And I mean, that's what it boils down to. They lost to Vandy last year. Re, uh, listen – Quezzy and I uh, and I Hilliard and Redell, well, they went and played for a coach who put up fifty five every week. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. It'll be and listen. I hope it, uh, obviously want it to work. It looks like a you know. It looks like everything better go. Look, there's also this disconnect, and it's real, and I don't accept it even less than you do. Mm-hmm. Billy Napier ain't in there to go eleven and one in year two. Be great if he did. That ain't what he's doing. He's looked at things and said, "Man, we got to we got to start. We got to build from the ground up here." Yeah. One, the problem with that plan, mm-hmm. one misstep between years two and three, or three and four, four and five, you're screwed. You're gone. Yeah. You go. You go six and you know seven in year four. You know, it might not be a year five. So you know. We'll, yeah. We'll see if those foundations. The, the defensive line and the cornerback position were upgraded by recruiting ranks, but we just showed you what those recruiting ranks mean when you look back <laughs> on them, right? Well, to a point, it's one person. I mean, it's I know. It's I not. Know. I hear. You. I think overall recruiting is like I, I've always said this. I, I think recruiting and the draft are very similar. Hits and misses. Hits and misses. Hits and misses. And there's going to be more misses in recruiting because there's a bigger volume of players. Yeah. Because if we go look at the you know highest draft pick and. NFL history for each team, probably it should be it should be easier for the NFL it for sure be. because I mean, you're you're taking chances on kids who haven't developed yet in college yeah, should be so but more, it's not more unknown. All right, we got a lot to do today, right? We got docs coming in. We do. We've got the cat chat for sure. We've got uh, oh, we got uh, Coach Gibson, Coach Gibson talking sharks football, talk a little sharks football. What else we got? We got a lot. It's a busy day. Uh, I think that's cat pretty. Chat. So we've got we got yeah. Rockville. So, all right, we got Tim in a drill. Then we got Doc. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got Cat at, what, 825? We got infotainment all day. And then we got, uh, <laughs> we'll ch- change our football focus to the indoor variety, and we'll or as chat he likes to Sharks say, a little bit in the 9 o'clock hour. Nonsense. This, foolishness. This foolishness. Is, this is the drill. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not foolishness. You got any issues with trees on your property, you call Custom Tree Surgeons. Uh, trust me on that one. Check them out at CustomTreeSurgeons.com. Hit it. All right, Sports Concepts and Rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-Minute Drill. Do it every day. Uh, E, we have a prize pack to give away today. Oh, do we? We rocking and rolling? We rocking and rolling, and this is a hot ticket. Oh, what we got, Rockville? Rockville, a pair of general admission tickets to Rockville on on the weekend of May 18, 2023 at Daytona International Speedway. That's right, you Googans. I was looking at Tom Brady. For those about to rock, we salute you. Record against every NFL team. Three teams he has a losing record. Uh, One team he has a losing record. Two teams he's 500 against. Who do you think that is? One. Losing record and then 500 against two other teams. Everybody else, he has a winning record. Um, ugh. Including New England where he's 1-0 against the Patriots. All right. <laughs> um, God, the Patriots, are, it's got to be somebody he hardly ever plays. So, like, you know, uh, I'm trying to – I can't think of any – it can't be an – I mean, it just it can't be an AFC. It can't be an AFC team. It's got to be an NFC team. Am I on the right track? The two teams he has. Pittsburgh? 
Pittsburgh is nine and four. Okay. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of teams that. What about the Broncos? They use you pretty the good. The Broncos. Him. That's a, a. I would have thought that'd be a good guess. Eight and six. Okay, so close there. All right. What about? Um, is it? Are they NFC teams? First of all, two are NFC. One's AFC. I thought there were only we were only looking for two. What three are we looking for? Just the one three? has a losing record. Two have five hundred. Oh, there's two five hundred records. Mm-hmm. All right, the AFC team with a five hundred record. Um, who have they? I mean, they. Yeah. Ten and one against your Falcons. Gave him his last loss, though, buddy. Don't you forget that. He can go into retirement knowing he couldn't beat the Atlanta Dallas Falcons. Dallas gave him his last loss. The last regular season loss. Uh, five and one against the uh, Jags. Really four yeah, and two. Knew, Miles no, Jack but, was yeah, well, I, knew, yeah, I knew that. I did see this stat yesterday. Somebody was on our group text said that uh, Tom Brady has more passing yards than the Jags as a franchise. Did I believe that. that stat? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the 29. Eight, the, he, was, he was 29. And eight against our division. <laughs> All right, let me. I'm going to give you the AFC team. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it right now. The AFC mm-hmm. team that Tom Brady has an even record against is going to be the Ravens. Ravens six and three. Okay. Kansas City five and six. And then the 500 team too, though you said there's two 500 teams. One's from the AFC. No. Oh, they're both from the NFC. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, that one's a lot harder. I would say New Orleans. New Orleans six and five. Mm. San Francisco two and two and Seattle two and two. I was going to say Seattle, so yeah. I would have gotten that one. So there you have it. That's awful hard to do. That's amazing that you play a whole career and you got a losing record against one, one team. team. Thirty three and three and against you pl- and Buffalo you- Toms. Thirty and seven against the Jets. Dolphins should take some pride. They got them twelve times, twenty four and twelve. Yeah. I mean, gee whiz. All things considered. 6-0 and against the Vikes, 7-1 and against the Cowboys, 6-1 and against the Giants, 5-1 and against Philly. Ooh, He's pretty one. good is what you're saying. So, uh, Francesa says yesterday on the— I uh, have breaking news real quick. Oh, please. You know, are you talking about Mike Francesa? Yeah. He was awake long enough to say a few things? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have breaking news this morning right now. As you know, many of you on bated breath wondering— what is going to happen Punxsutawney? in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania? Well, Let's I'll, go, baby. Grand old day. Talk to me, baby. Little babe. That that vermin, that rodent, I got Phil, you, babe. Has climbed out of his hole or yeah, has yeah. come out of his cage. Yeah. They stand around with great yeah. regalia to see just what he might see. And what do we he got? did see his shadow, so. Oh, no. Six more weeks of this frigid Florida winter. Oh, no. Yeah. Six more weeks of winter. I can't take it. I think that's three years in a row he's seen his shadow. Which is, is it? A, yeah, it's kind of a long streak in this whole deal. I'm not sure that, uh, and I don't know the stats, but I'm not sure Punxsutawney's got a very good batting average. Well, it doesn't matter. There is no, this is the stupidest thing ever. I can't believe in today's day and age we still do this. Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, I mean, like gives us reason to drink. You come out on some out of, in the middle of the week. You come out on some random day, and whether or not it's sunny the, that day determines the next shadow. six weeks. Let's head to the bar. Yeah, look, that that makes sense. <laughs> I don't need him to see a shadow for that, friend. E, pour me some hands. So there you go. All right, now back to uh, Mike Francis. Did Mike Francesa see his shadow today? Mike Francesa was on with uh, Stephen A. and the Mad Dog, a little sort of re- mini reunion. Oh, but okay. he said this, and I don't know that this is as outlandish. Like off the rip, I'm like, this is outlandish. And then as I thought about it, I'm like, okay, if you want to go there, but you're nitpicking. But he said, uh, Tom Brady is not the greatest regular season quarterback ever. Peyton Manning was. And if you look at the stats, that kind of, remember Peyton Manning would win the MVPs all the time and Brady wouldn't. And Peyton Manning threw for more yards per game than Brady. And then he said, 
He's not the greatest Super Bowl quarterback ever. Joe Montana is. He's a guy who played the longest. So that that part, he's a guy that played the longest. So he is is demeaning to Tom Brady because I you can make arguments for Tom Brady for both. He's still the goat. He set records, and his records were set not because of his longevity. I mean, he has the greatest Super Bowl comeback in history. That wasn't bad. He's got six Super Bowl winning drives. He's got, I mean, so he threw for 500 yards against Philly. I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, you might help me here, Jeff. I'm not sure that the Patriots punted against Philadelphia, if I remember correctly. So my point being, it really wasn't his fault they lost, although he did get the ball with a chance to win it, and Brandon Graham knocked it out of his hand. So nonetheless, it is what it is, but um, uh, what do you think of that? I think that you're really reaching if you're going to try and put Tom Brady anywhere other than number one in any quarterback column in NFL history. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. I seem to remember Brady and Manning playing against each other in the regular season all the time. And damn, if Brady and the Patriots didn't win seemingly most of them. Yeah. And, and, And Manning, I will add, had better talent. Also true. So I'm not buying that Peyton Manning's a better regular season quarterback. He's got five MVPs and Brady has three. Okay. Aaron Rodgers has four. Is he better than Tom Brady, too, in the regular season? Right. And I'll give you one other thing. If you find yourself topping the list of a best regular season quarterback, you're probably a loser. Not a loser in the grand scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be that. Right? Dan Marino's didn't have staying power in the course of quarterback conversations. Dan Marino was a lot bigger boy on the all-time great list when we were kicking it around in the 80s and 90s. Now he's gone. He's not in the conversation. In passing, we'll mention Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. You got to win. And it it and I don't know what my recollection I, I know what my recollection is. I don't know what the fact is. I don't know what the actual record was. Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. What was that record? Head to head. Brady versus Manning. Brady versus Manning. It's good. Let's look at yeah. that. And this will determine your this dude's – what's the point of that, by the way? That's embarrassing for Peyton Manning, by the way. He should run away from that label. Brady, 11-6. and six. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, And and never – Oh, wait, this may be early. This may be – let me double-check. I'm not sure that the Patriots and – Well, it looks like 11-6. and six. I don't think the pay. I don't think Brady met Peyton very many times, if any, where he had the better offensive arsenal. I would agree with that. So, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. Brady's the best ever, period. Okay. He's got the most yards. Isn't that in the regular season, Nick? Uh, Longevity well, matters. That matters. Yeah, He's yeah. not. Joe Montana's not a better Super Bowl In the regular season, Peyton Manning had a better completion percentage. Okay. He had more yards per attempt. He had more yards per game. So those What about things. wins? Who had the most wins in the regular season? Well, again, one played 266, one played 318. So, I don't... Winning percentage, yeah. maybe. I, listen. Yeah. I, I don't... Sheriff was a great quarterback. I, this, you know what this would be like to me? What? This would be like having a conversation about Michael Jordan saying he wasn't the best free throw shooter. There's a better free throw shooter. He wasn't the best all-star game player. Whatever you want to phrase it. Dude won seven Super Bowls, three MVPs, was at the top of the game every single year. Don't division titles matter? Like to your regular season reputation? Everything, how many, how many, everything matters. How many divisions did he win in New England? He's got to have more division. 18. He's got more division titles than any quarterback in history. They give you that for your regular season performance. Mm-hmm. It's a reach, I think. To I don't know. They met five times in the postseason. Manning won three. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Brady's first in pass yards. He's got 18,000 more. I know he played more years. How many more years did he play? 
Uh, I don't know. Well, the yards per game is very, you, you know, you said that uh, he's actually ahead of Manning yards per game. No, he's not. 266 is less Seven. than Oh, yeah. But, se- yeah, four-yard difference. That's not enough to declare the better regular season quarterback. Okay. Four yards a game. Huh? It's a good question. It's fair. It's not as, it's not as outlandish as it sounded. And, you know, uh, you say that those types of things for effect. But if you, if you study it, look, I ain't never going to take anything away from Tom Brady. He's the GOAT, baby. He's the GOAT. You can ask Doc Murphy. He hates him because he used to whip his Steelers butt all the time. <laughs> there is a lot of there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, to me there's a big comparison between Peyton and Aaron Rodgers. Real similar cats. Always had the best talent. They were always yeah. top seeds. Very rarely won at all. Peyton won one. He, he Peyton put a team on his back and won one in Super Bowl. That's it. Uh, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, a little disappointing that Jeff is besmirching Punxsutawney Phil. He's American icon. It's an old and cherished tradition in this country. What's next, Jeff? You want to get rid of Thanksgiving too, comrade? I mean, if you put Pox Tawny Phil in the Thanksgiving category, I can't help you. Yeah, I can't help you. Huh? If Pox Tawny Phil falls in the same category as Thanksgiving for a Guggen, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Did you have Did you have the family over today and have a big meal, did you? Better dead Wait, than no, red? Is that what he said? Pa- yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Sometimes our sense of humors are so different. I just don't find that to be funny. It's not about me. It's not even about me. I, I mean, I just, what is the correlation here? I don't even understand. So, uh, Poxtahani Phil can go to hell. Oh, uh, They no. should shoot the little bastard when he comes out. We should, oh, all, we should all be working at 730. Kill. He yeah. wants to blow up Poxtahani Phil. Yeah, hunt him. Hunt him down. He's not coming to the bar with he's us easy, after the, after easy the to ceremony. Find. Hey, he's easy to find. He's going to come right out of that little cave right there. Shoot him. I mean, we were going to have a nice bowl of porridge. What a waste of time. Put a little brown water on that. Yeah. Now this little woodchuck walks out, and I'm supposed to believe that because today it's sunny, I'm not going to see, you know, good weather for six weeks. Six more weeks. A woodchuck. Shoot him. <laughs> That's one more funny. This also tickled me, so you probably won't find this funny either. Well, no, I usually do. I just That one was on a different page. As we wrap up the segment. Uh, Who's the greatest bird of all time? Bird? Larry yeah. Bird. Yeah? You would think. I know. Well, there's a lot of votes for Big. Big Bird? <laughs> oh, and, then, and then this one guy goes, this brave soul who knew the risks and chose to fly anyway. The pigeon who went across Randy Johnson's fastball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he that bird lost. He didn't know no better. He, he knew. He took the chance, and he just couldn't quite get past that fastball. Oof. All right, E, what do we got? We're going to rock and roll? We're going to Rockville? Yeah, we're going to send these folks to Rockville. Oh, nice. light them up, baby. Got you better it. be kind. You better be courteous. And you can be a winner with E right now at 641-1010. Welcome to Rockville. I thought we said that Peyton. I, I said Peyton won two. He won one. He took the Colts to the Super Bowl. He rode the Broncos to one. I, but we said that he won two. I get he won yeah. two total. Mm-hmm. The other dude won seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Doc Murphy is next. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist in the house. I got some show business first. Showbiz. Yeah. How are you, Doc? Good. Good. What or you got? On the personal level. Oh, yeah. There's no got... business like show business. <laughs> um, Doc, do you do ice baths at all? No. No? <laughs> I did in, in college. Is is Dan lost the Friday Five Pack this year, and so we made him spin the wheel, and one of the punishments we had on the wheels he has to do the polar plunge he has to submerge in the ice bath for three minutes you know up to his chin is that safe is he is he safe doing that or i'm worried i got a lot of well, you got all emails these nervous about nellies that you know say he's going to die of a heart attack or something which i i don't 
you know. Well, having uh, another experience in Alaska at Northern Warfare School, okay. where you had to go in in the water in that really cold water, mm-hmm. uh, your heart slows down significantly. So <laughs> it can it can affect your heart rate, and if you have a heart condition, probably not the greatest idea to submerge yourself in in a quick okay freeze like that. It's out. It's out. <laughs> No, if you that's don't right. have any heart issues, it's I, I, yeah, that's minimal what, risk. Well, that's why I brought it up. I don't know yeah. what I don't know how do you define heart issues. Uh, you and Doc can we we've got the the Guga, Guga Nation has heard the official medical prognosis. Yes. Dan and Doc will meet privately in consultation <laughs> after the segment, <laughs> and then we'll determine. And if not, he's going to get his back waxed next Thursday here Oof. in studio. Yikes! So <sighs> uh, you know, I don't know where those two rank. If you would rather get back waxed. Or do a polar plunge, but you're and I by the. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. <laughs> then you got to go to flatline. I didn't want to do that to. That's unbelievable, Doc. I didn't want to do that to my dog. You gave him the heartbeat. That's what you missed, Doc. The sound effects. Don't 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 don't. All right, so yeah, Dan and Doc will kick it around. A cat's going to be here in you know 45 minutes, and uh, we'll at least have something officially scheduled for next Thursday again. It would be a real bummer to the wheel of misfortune if it ends in death. That wouldn't be it's good. It's supposed to end no. in deadly it's embarrassment to be fun and, and laughing. Yeah, fun and yeah, but no, no, it takes like, a bit of your soul, but not your whole soul. I mean, I don't need Doc to next Thursday to have to stick around to stand poolside while yeah. you polar plunge. <laughs> Get that defib you know? out. Yeah, break it up. The, the AED on standby. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I doubt we have one. In uh, there, is by the way. is clear? <laughs> is Hamlin out of the woods? Like what? Where is? What is his? prognosis i guess is it can is it possible for you to know without seeing exactly what it is they dealt with but from what you've gleaned like does he play football again next year how you know how soon can he resume normal activities any and all of that and did we ever find out for sure what exactly caused it well that's the underlying problem that we don't know right. uh, what caused it if there's some underlying heart issue that predisposed him to that then it's an issue i have not heard anything to that effect so i think it was a one off that you know, once he recovers from having, you know, probably broken ribs and, you know, being dead for a period of time that, you know, it's going to take him a bit to get back to full strength. And when he's back, he's back. We watched uh, Brock Purdy get hit and leave the game. And ultimately now we'll need Tommy John surgery, which is very odd for a quarterback. But when he got hit, what did you think had happened to him? Did you think it was... You know the elbow. What what was? The I thought, thought it was. That, usually that's a hand. Yeah. When they get that, they right. hit their hand on the helmet right. or whatnot. But when you saw it in slow motion, it mm-hmm. did look. You know when they started talking about his elbow in a weird way. You could see, yeah. see that it really went torque backwards, mm-hmm. and so it opens up on the inside. And he had an acute tear of his ulnar collateral ligament and stretched his ulnar nerve. Mm-hmm. So he had numbness that he and he weakness. He couldn't grip the ball. So the bigger underlying problem now he's got torn that ligament. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, you'd repair those. It didn't work very well. Uh, so what I, what I understand is they're planning to repair it. Now, there's right. different techniques now. If it pulled off one side or the other, mm-hmm. so ligaments go bone to bone. Mm-hmm. And if it pulled off one side or the other as opposed to tearing in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, you have better results by repairing it. Most times you'll augment that with a big thick suture in there as well uh, as kind of a check rein to hold it. Kinda, As opposed to doing Tommy John as, right, as a right. reconstruction where okay. you put another ligament. So that's ligament. not necessarily Tommy John. You put the a first tendon procedure. in there to right. replace that ligament. I kind of got the feeling, and, and tell me how this went. Were, were, was it up to him to go back in? Because he's there talking to the coach. Shouldn't the, w- w- 
what would the doctor's ruling be at that point? You've hurt your elbow. If you can throw, you can go back in because you're not going to make it worse or what? Like, how did that part And did go? they know that it was a torn UCL? Because they didn't. From, I can't imagine. I didn't see them doing any stress no. tests of his elbow didn't at they the take time. Him in the lo- but you can't take him in the locker room and get an x-ray? Would that show it? It would not show okay. it. Um, That's they, MRI stuff, I would assume right? in yeah. the locker room they would have stressed his elbow and may have found that it's actually hard to tell that most times. Not like a knee. A knee yeah, you can a knee and ACL, probably. you know that pretty quick. But that would have been a little harder is, to tell. Is, but the, is it a pain thing for the person or That's is it like strength? It's grip strength. Like, yeah. So most of your hand grip strength is actually on the, the outside, the owner side, your pinky and your ring finger. That's okay. where you get most of your grip strength. Okay. So if you, and the ulnar nerve supplies those two fingers. So okay. if you lose that so because the nerve there. was numb, okay. you got no grip. You can't squeeze. But do you so th- he could hold the ball, right. we could see. Because we saw him trying and he's just to throw. kind of shot put at those two yeah. now yeah. that he mentioned that. He just that, couldn't you... really grip it enough that he could, that he could spin but it did, and throw it. But how, what would the doctor have said? Like, did the doctor say he can't? Because why is Brock Purdy t- talking to the coach and not the doctor saying? Yeah, I think that the yeah, doctor at the back. time probably felt, you know, he strained his elbow. If if, his, it, if he can rip the ball, he probably sh- stretched his nerve to a right, degree. But it, right. I heard comment that he had evolved his nerve, tore his nerve in half. Well, yeah. that's, that was not part of the problem. But, right. you know, he, he injured his nerve such that he was numb and he couldn't grip. So if he can grip the ball mm-hmm. – you can send him back and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't suspect. I don't think that he had torn that ligament. All right. What is a what is a pelvis injury? Like Mecole Hardman had a pelvis injury and then reaggravated the pelvis. Is that core? What is what is pelvis? Could mean? be, but pelvis is it's more in the back, right? I mean, no, it could it, no. It's not when we say think pelvis. Yeah. It's your groin area okay, again. So, okay. Yeah. So it's the same kind of. Thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, because he kept getting hurt that way, and I was like, what. Mahomes get around as well as you would have thought, or better. He looked like he was even better than I would have thought. Yeah, but we said that. You know, he they they kept calling it a high ankle. They still are. It's not a high ankle. Right. It didn't go the correct way for a high ankle. And mm-hmm. two things: you're not playing on a high ankle because it hurts, and there's risk that you cause damage to your ankle if you do. Okay. And and two, he wouldn't be able to play. So. Is there any pain by the time next Sunday's game come around, or he's full speed and feeling nifty at that point? Uh, no, he had a pretty good injury. I think he's probably hurting for. Four to six. Okay. But yeah. he's, you know. But he should be even, well, he'll feel better than he did last. Sunday. But I think it was the medial ankle, the ligaments, which are far more stable than the lateral. So stability isn't the issue. It's a pain thing. So he can clunk around with it. We, we, can, say what, we can say what we want about Justin Herbert, and people say good things pretty much across the board, but mm-hmm. this is a tough kid, man. Remember the Jag game? He wasn't going to play that. In I give him credit, rib. man. That was... Now we learn. I don't even know when this happened. They're not even saying when it happened, but he has played some portion of the end of the season with a torn labrum in his left shoulder, non-throwing shoulder, and had what they call a significant surgery um, last week. He's already posed, you know, he's in the sling and said that surgery's gone great and all, but I, should we have known that he had a torn labrum? I mean, is that a painful and big enough injury that you, you would have thought maybe it would have shown up in some way or fashion? I'm sure Hickey didn't play the last however many weeks without getting hit. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Labrum's more of a throwing thing typically. So in a thrower, and Trevor had his opposite arm. Yeah, that's true. Same thing. So right before um, his rookie season, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's not. It's surprising that he had it for me uh, more so than he played with it. Non-throwing Did it arm, from, not a big from deal. Landing on it. That's usually the probably. AC, isn't it? Or but that's yeah, it could it. be. It could be a, a looseness thing. Is usually what it is. But so he probably po- fell on it, and the ball bounced in the socket and ripped it. To your point, 
as long as you're not hand to hand combat like tone like the offensive linemen were. Like if you're a quarterback, if you're if it's not your throwing, you there's not a lot of times where you're going to move that arm to where you feel the pain. Is that what you're saying? Uh, true. You don't walk around in constant pain if it's your left one. If it's your right one, you're th- every time you throw. Ah, exactly. Ah, right. One so it wouldn't be able to throw if it were his throwing arm. I got you. Anything else? Um, I think we got it all. We got it all, Doc. Yeah, it's winding down in football. Yeah, man. One more uh, to go. Under the yeah, one more big game, and then. Onto the NBA and pitchers and catchers just around the corner. Oof. A lot of obliques. My love coming. is waiting for me. You want to have a torrid seven month affair with her until we get to football. Yep. Well, She's this coming. year you don't My have missing training camps and things for baseball. So That's true, hopefully you don't have that conversation good about point. all those injuries. Good point. All right, Doctor, good to see you, my man. All right, boys. Kevin Murphy, Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the very best in the business for all your orthopedic needs. You can always visit se ortho.com. Thank you, Doc. See you, Thank Doc. You boys. Yes, sir. Uh, Nice quarterback Marcus Stokes landed yesterday. Uh, He's going to West Florida. So, former Gator commit who got in trouble on uh, over a social media posting. We had some more of that stuff this week. You kids have to learn, man. Got to learn, man. Golly, telling on yourselves. Jeez, don't. I know you're dumb because you're young. But listen to your damn parents, man. They tell you all the time. They remind you all the time about social media and the dangers. You may think, you dummies think there's, there's, uh, we were just kidding. Guys. I mean, just, gee whiz. Anyway, Uncle Dan's done preaching. Um, I have stumbled upon a, a great show that I'm sure everyone has Probably already seen, but Charlie's Angels. I think it's three seasons worth, uh, and I'm in season one. Is it a binging show or a television show? It's a binger. Uh, Season one, I've gone through five episodes. I can't get enough of it. And uh, it's The Shooter. Not the movie with Mark Wahlberg, but he produced the TV, like a a series. Have you watched it? No. Oh. I haven't haven't been watching a bunch of shows. They intimidate me to get started on them. I end up watching movies. Yeah, this this has been terrific. So, I I don't know if... uh, uh, you're getting a you're getting a thumbs up from Dan on this one. If you're looking, if you're if you're if you're not watching, uh, I got a I got a yesterday afternoon episode in. Is how how good I like that. I like think about it. Like, oh, I want to go watch the shooter. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's a it's a it's a really and and the people who have watched it tell me it gets better and better as we okay. go. I can't imagine. There it are a lot of good shows out there. Yeah, you are gave there? up on the one that you started, huh? You had started one. You said you started, and you weren't a big oh, fan of the first uh, the couple. Oh, the Lost, the Last People. Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Checked out. I do that a lot. Gave I, it two episodes. Yeah, I do one or two and then get out. I'm I'll out. I'll tell you what else I've, I got, I've gotten really bad at this. Yeah. Especially if I'm watching something by myself. Mm-hmm. I've gotten really bad about watching a movie for about 40, 45 minutes. This, mm-hmm. is, you kind, this is kind of your strategy, but it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it for 40, 45 minutes, and I just don't have the patience, and I'll just... Google the plot, Wikipedia, and just find out what happens. From yeah, there. you can do that. And get done with it in about two minutes, and then move on to something else. Now, if it's well, a really good know, movie, I've, I've, I don't do. You know, I, I stick with if it. If I'm watching just a regular movie and it's okay, I play the fast forward game. Well, I, that's just, I hit that, restart. That's basically, what this I is, roll right? through it. I skip some parts because I know how it's going to go. I get, and it's not. But that's not. Hey, I'm going to sit down and watch a movie. Time. That's. Oh, this movie's on. I really only got 30 minutes. I got to go someplace. Zim, zoom, zoom. Uh, this was sent to me by one of the Googans, and it's a it's a good point. 
and this sums up Tom Brady maybe better than any statistic I've ever seen. Um, you break his career down, and t- people have done this, into three sections, right? 01 to 07, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7 years. 08 to 14, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 7 years, and 15 to 22. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 8 years. 7, 7, and 8, okay? Um, and in each of those, you take wins, touchdowns, yards, and championships. And in each of those three... Wins, touchdowns, yards, and championships. Wins, for seven, touchdowns, seven, and yards, and championships. In each of those three <clears throat> categories, he has... You can find a... He has, in just that category, in that seven years, he's got, for example, more wins than Roger Staubach, who's a Hall of Famer. More wins than Kurt Warner, who's a Hall of Famer. For their careers. For their careers. More wins than Otto Graham, Hall of Famer. So those, so, okay, then you go touchdowns. He's got more touchdowns than Hall of Famer Joe Namath, more touchdowns than Ken Stabler, more touchdowns than Troy Aikman, all Hall of Famers. And we're picking the best of his seven-year runs to to fulfill the stat? This is just... You know well, saying? this is his first or is this seven. Is the average of the sevens, or are you giving me the first seven right now? First That's seven, a, next, middle so seven, So the first last seven, seven, he holds, the, he those facts pertain, is what first you're First seven, me. he's got more wins than okay. Roger Stone. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. He's got more touchdowns than Joe Namath. He's got more yards than Bob Greasy. He's got more titles than John Elway. He has more passing yards in his career than the Jaguars franchise. Second group, second seven years. He's got more wins than Kurt Warner. He's got more touchdowns than Ken Stabler. He's got more yards than Bart Starr. He's got more titles than Dan Marino. He only got one title in that seven years. So, last seven years. More wins than Otto Graham. More, more touchdowns than Troy Aikman. More yards than Terry Bradshaw. More titles than Peyton Manning. I mean, so, if he had played only seven years, we, could, we would be making an argument for him to go in a Hall of Fame. And it could have been any of the seven, including his last seven, when he was 38 to 45. The seven that he only had one. If he only played seven, seven years and only had one title, it would have been harder. But to your point, yeah. Would have been discussed. Would have gotten the room. All right. I have a question for you from a quarterback perspective. Since you're talking about Brady, we've got some we've got some finality now as we really set the quarterback m- market for this offseason. Brady is gone. We know that. So he's not going to be in the mix for any of these jobs that are open. Mm-hmm. And it's officially official. There's no more Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. For sure, he'll be leaving, right? Right. So my question for you is, I mean, not to generically, we can go through which guys are hits, which guys are misses. I think looking at where the league is now, if you want to go play for titles, you better draft your guy and you better hope you get one of the really good ones. Before I get to that first point, let me sidebar ask you this question real quick. Listening. Next five years Mm -hmm. to win the AFC. Yeah. I'll give you Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, or you can take the field. Five years, I'll take those QBs. I, so, who? Why? Why is everybody else even trying? <laughs> <laughs> well, because maybe Bryce Young is a superstar. Maybe Will Levis is a superstar. Maybe I think that's what it needs to be. Look, Brady. Obviously, it, it, most teams go get the veteran quarterback. It doesn't end in the Super Bowl. There are exceptions. You know, Matthew Stafford is probably the best example because Peyton Manning and Tom Brady had a greatness already. You knew what you were getting. That's not the exact thing. The Rams stepped out a little bit in getting Matthew Stafford. But going and getting a veteran quarterback of eight or ten years from somebody else, it rarely pays off in a title for you. Carson Wentz didn't go win anything anywhere. He needed Matt Ryan or Phillip Rivers or, you know, most. Yeah. You you you. So, you know, to, I say that. 
to this veteran group, whether they're already free and available or whether, like Aaron Rodgers, they could be, mm-hmm. is there anything that scares you to death on uh, moves to that end for the Jags? What do you mean anything? That's what what quarterback move would worry you? Oh, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. What about the Colts? Wouldn't that worry you more? Well, um, I mean, because you play them, you're right your division. In the division. You're gonna have to yeah, beat them. Yeah, but I, I think Aaron. Rod- I think the Jets are have. I'm Jets talking might have better personnel. Yeah, than the Colts. I think it's more than just next year, right? Yeah, I don't know if the Jets are better than the Colts. The Colts just got so sideways with quarterback playing, coaching. I the Colts though, see, the favorite to get the job is Jeff Saturday. I give up on Ursay. They, they well, let's, let's hope should be an investigation if that's the case. Let's hope. All right? Right? Maybe he turns around and proves us and everyone wrong, but. I would say Aaron Rodgers to the Colts would be the number one bat- worst thing that could happen quarterback. And again, this all right, is, here's if this we, is by the way, this is all you know. Uh, back to your relative. Back to your quarterback point. If we had taken the last five years previous, mm-hmm. and you gave me the top four quarterbacks, Mahomes, Brady, whatever, uh, there would have been one outlier, didn't win it, but got to it. Tannehill. Got to an AFC title game in 19, lost to the Chiefs. I'm talking about going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got you. So, Tannehill didn't do well, it. Well, he got to the AFC yeah, championship. But but Mahomes went. So Bortles got to an AFC championship. Yeah. I'm not talking about getting to an I AFC championship. Yeah, I'm just talking about winning the I'm AFC. I'm just looking at yeah, these guys. Getting to a Super Bowl. Yeah. I, that'll be those five. I do. I think yeah. that. So now, Or, and by the way, or, may I should say it this way. It, those five may not be every year, but it's not going to be a current quarterback who joins an AFC team. I don't believe that. I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers can go to the Raiders and the Raiders win. Aaron Rodgers has been in Green Bay with great talent and top seats and hasn't won. Why suddenly at his age is he going to go somewhere else and be the difference? Well, that's fair, but it's it w- still an upgrade you for them. Me if it would concern me, and the answer is yes, it would. I, it would concern me most too because we only play uh, at the most we're going to play the guy one time if he's anywhere else. But it it, it would shape your division a little I mean, bit more. Okay, okay, so Super Bowl quarterbacks, but you said win the Super Bowl or no? Get to? Go to the Super Bowl from the AFC. From the uh, AFC, okay. Yeah, for AFC Super Bowl team, will it be one of those five quarterbacks for the next five years? You take that because out of the in field. the last five years, again, Foles, Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Stafford on that side, on the winning well, side. NFC side. Well, on the winning side, yeah, winning a Super Bowl, yeah. going to the Super Bowl. I've got a Foles, Foles I've got a, I've got a Goff, I've got a Garoppolo. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure, getting there. Yeah, but those guys are all second-level quarterbacks. You just mentioned for the most part. Yeah, that's what I mean. So these five, I don't think are. No, they're not. not. The, yeah, no, no, no. Those no. five versus the field. Yes, and can one of those guys flare up? I don't know, Dan. Honestly, and I don't want to be. You know, let's don't get ahead of ourselves too much. Let's see another year or two of consistency and excellence. Has there ever been a top five better in a conference than this five is going to be for the next ten? Well, from the early returns, at least. Are we giving Trevor too? Are we are we advancing yeah. Trevor too much for what he's accomplished? Well, again, like I mean, he, we believe that, but is yeah. it unfair to put him past like Lamar? Let him do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Because okay, what? well, let's hold on. Let's let's look real quick here. I mean, you got Russell Wilson. You got Lamar. Those were a couple that could crack that night. Got Deshaun in Cleveland. If if Aaron Rodgers went to the Raiders or to the Jets or to the Colts. So, like in 2017, best quarterbacks were, well, Alex Smith, Tom Brady. Look at AFC. Do you want me to look at NFC? NFC was Breeze, Wentz, yeah. Goff, Stafford. It's never had this five. A-Rodge. Yeah. It's not as good Russell as this Russell Wilson. Yeah. There's How about Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Drew Brees? It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. I don't think it's as good, like, 
and whatever those Matt were. Ryan. You put all those guys together, they got maybe three titles combined. Mahomes is going to try and win two right here in the next five years. One of these dudes, these guys are winning one or two. They are. Yeah. It's a fascinating conversation. Yeah. I, I, I guess I would say the biggest concern for a Jaguar fan is actually the guys we mentioned at the, at the start. It's Bryce Young and or C.J. Stroud being home runs for the Texans and Colts where it right. looks like they're going to end up. Right. They'll be in our division. Now, we got a lot of scouting to go between now and then. I, You know, his size concerns me a little bit. But, man, if you watch Bryce Young play, it never affected him at the big-time college level. That guy I made love, a lot of plays. I love his poise. <clears throat> I do, too. I love his poise. He, that Tennessee game, which ironically was a loss, he just made un- play after play that game. Oh, jeez. What's wrong? Video captured a scary moment. A shark lunged at and bit an eight-year-old boy during a family fishing trip in Australia. It was only a minor bite mark, but so the kid is climbing out of the boat. He's hanging, up on, at him. hanging on the handle, and the shark just comes up and whack, whacks him in the chest. Wow. I mean, oh, my gosh. Now, I, I mean, out of nowhere. I, just, I, don't, I don't know who takes family fishing trips into shark-infested water. Yeah, that's probably what not are a we good doing? idea. I mean, not with an eight-year-old. Aussie, Aussie A, what are we doing? <laughs> that's not a good idea. <laughs> Come on, man. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Dang it, Adam Scott. I mean, hey, what are you thinking? Um, so the, <laughs> the ink is now dry on the 2023 recruiting classes. Never too yes. early to look ahead to 2024. Uh-huh. Uh, stop me if this sounds familiar. So far, the number one oh, 2024 God. recruiting class. Alabama. With nine ESPN 300 commits at this point. Their highest offensive commit is number 26, wide receiver Nye Carr. Their <sighs> top defensive commit came yesterday. Number five, Ellis Robinson, the fourth Georgia, number one in 2024. Uh, number two, Notre Dame. They've got seven. I'm sorry. Who'd you say one is Georgia? Georgia's one. They got nine ESPN 300s already. Uh, Notre, and again, this is ESPN's rank. Let's save your text. Look at on uh, three. Yeah, look uh, at Ryle. Look whatever you want to look. I'm looking at this. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame is two with seven. LSU is three with six. Number four, uh-huh. Florida State. Four ESPN uh, 300 recruits. Number 44 on offense, Cameron Davis, a running back. Number 67 on defense. Safety, Jordan Pry. They're number four. Number five is Alabama. Number six? Gators. Florida Gators. Top offensive commit, quarterback DJ Lagway is number 12 nationally. Top defensive commit, Miles Graham, number 53 nationally. That actually, those individual, uh, that offensive uh, ranking is higher than number five, Alabama's top offensive commit. It's higher than number four, FSU's top offensive commit. It's higher than number three, LSU's offensive commit. It's higher than number to Notre Dame's offensive commit, and it's higher than number one, Georgia's offensive commit. Okay. So, at least early on, he's got uh, Billy Napier has six. I'm sorry, he has four ESPN 300 commits, the same number as a Florida State. So, man, again, what's so hard and why it's so good to get to the top like Georgia, but if you're Florida, you are going to regularly play number one on this list, Georgia. You're going to play number three on this list, LSU. Yeah. You're going to play number four on this list, uh, FSU. Uh, number seven, right behind you, South Carolina. Got them every year. They got a five-star. Yes, they got the highest-rated player, yeah. I think, since Davian Clowney. That Beamer guy's done a nice job. Very, 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 very much so. And they really finished with the flourish. They ended up blowing the Notre Dame game, right? Notre Dame won the bowl game, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I say blow. I remember South Carolina at least, like, didn't they have a lead at one point? Yes. Yeah, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. Good game. What a great Gator Bowl. They just got lucky. Yep. Uh, by the way, part of Billy Napier meeting the media yesterday is that Florida doesn't expect any kind of NCAA inquiry or anything about the Jaden Rashada stuff. The NCAA, GTH, again. The NCAA is going to step in and, t- and, and do some. When? A couple, three years? I don't know, I Nick. mean, it's an embarrassment, okay. dude. Well, I mean, well, I this mean, is I what get... we wanted. Can't complain now. 
What do you mean it's what we want? We want an open borders, NCAA stay out of it. This is the result of that. Okay, well then play yeah. the game. Bro. Okay, fine. That's all. I mean, yeah. yeah. If, right. if that's what we got, then play the game. Okay. Not saying you specifically, but for so many that don't want the NCAA involved, you can't now say, well, this is unregulated. I feel this like- isn't fair. Because that is being said. You Even if you like it and say play the game, we've said it's— I don't want to become the Gator like critic guy because I feel like I'm criticizing you kinda my do, school yeah. too much. But I'm going to give you another example here. I looked over at E for a second. He's got a, a lovely hat on today. and I, But I, for a second there, I, I thought we had a little Albert on that on that logo because I can't see very far. Albert the Alligator. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. Fat chance. No. Oh, it's orange. My yes. buddy, LaFive. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, you know, again, I just don't know where, where we put our money. I don't know where Florida puts its money. I think there's probably some untold stories. I hear stories Billy Napier that- tell me we've got, you know, 21 million Gators. Here's where I think. This, we got, I mean, Can I tell you what I think they're doing? Yeah. I think they're giving it to guys like Shamar James, guys that are on the team. They're not announcing it. They're not making press conferences no, about it. So they're paying. But I'm to- talking about in all sports. I'm talking about facilities. I'm talking about, like, Florida should be, do- like, you don't care about the other sports, but I do. Well, I mean, I don't. Uh, and we should be. Don't do- care like, is, like, is too strong. Like, yeah. why aren't we dominant in men's golf? Shouldn't we be? Yeah, see, that doesn't, I could care less. They don't care. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think Matt Every does. I think Billy Ho does. I think those boys want to see as well. Like, when I watch. Those guys played at Florida, so yeah, I bet they do. But when I watch the NCAA championships, I want—I I don't want to see Oklahoma State. I want to be exactly. nice to see them on there, but it doesn't make or break my day, week, or year if they're not, I guess, is you the think difference. It, do you honestly think it makes or breaks my year? Well, no, it doesn't matter. I don't take great <laughs> joy if Florida wins. It doesn't linger or it doesn't make fulfill me. Huh? Like a Jags playoff win or the Braves going doing anything or Gator football or basketball. I, I mean, like natties. I've only got so much. I like I buying have. t-shirts when we win natties. I only recognize two and a half natties, so that's a difference. Two and a half? Yeah. I recognize a basketball natty, a football natty, and all right, a half an interest from a baseball natty. That's what I recognize. I'm sorry. I'm not, it's no no disrespect, but your average sports fan can't tell you who the volleyball champion is. Well, then is. If, that's your, yeah. if that's your route. Okay. If that's your mm-hmm. Jeff Prosser's way, well, that's not a way, you should be more upset with football and basketball than than Am I happy? anyone. Well, you know, you paint this. You know, not uh, paint Bill, anything. Billy says this. Here we go. Well, like, you know, no, I'm just putting in the perspective of <laughs> he had the ele- number eleven recruiting class. FSU's was twenty. It's yeah, not Dan like Mullen he- used to get the number eleven recruiting okay. classes too. I mean, Billy Napier's recruiting class by average prospect grade was the highest in twelve years. There are yeah, that's good. There are things that are there that it's not as doom and gloom as we. It doesn't have to be as doom. I'm not predicting it's going to be. Yeah. I'm not going to lose my mind in February, man. It'll be hard no. enough in September when they go to Utah and get waxed. That's yeah. all. Right. Correct. I got the Braves coming. We got some basketball <laughs> down the stretch. The Jags offseason is all fun and, all right. you know, and rainbows. Not, just, so, yeah, we're good. I don't, right. uh, you know, I'll watch some Gator baseball. I hope they do well. I'll watch some Gators, Lady Gator softball. Oh, yeah, I'll watch that if they go, but I'm not going to watch those you know sports in yeah, general. You know what I'm never. Be- I'm never going to turn on the TV on the weekend yeah. and watch LSU and Ole Miss play baseball ever in my life. You want to know what I'm geeked up about right now? I can The chess team, maybe. You know what I'm geeked up about pickleball, right now? Pickleball, the new pickleball squad. Yeah, I'm geeked up about New York's big three. Who are they? Huh? You got to have a big one first. I got a big three in New York right now. For what team? Huh? For what are you talking about? I got, I got Stewie. Who's Stewie? I got Ionescu, oh, oh, and I got another one. That's it. I got New York's it's, big three. That's what I saw yesterday. You're going up with the WNBA super Give team. Give me Liberty. Yeah, ride them to town. Huh? Yeah. Huh? 
Stewie's coming to New York. You're gross. What do you mean? Cat chat is next. You're well, just gross. Stewie's in New York. Brianna Stewart. I man, is talking about. I don't even know. I got New York's anymore. big three. Huh? Yeah. The big three. It's great. It's walking towards me Top right now. NBA. I think we might not lose a game this year. Yeah, maybe you can turn on Sports Center. They're probably leading with it. Sport no one watches. It's unbelievable. What do you mean? You know what big I mean. Big three. You should have to watch the Liberty rather than the Knicks, to be honest with you. They're better than the Knicks. They might beat them in a scrimmage. Freaking Knicks. No, they wouldn't be. What would the score be if the Knicks played the Liberty? <laughs> Why are we doing this? I'm just, just wondering because they came up. I just to get up. you excited about something. I'm not excited. You say, what do I have to look Why? forward to? I got to look forward to the big three. Yeah, you're, you won't look forward to them at all. That's ridiculous. What do you mean? Stop it. You'll win that division. Can you name one other player on the Liberty? Name their coach for. Huh? Michael Cooper. Sake. No, it's not. Stop it. Derek Fisher. You're just throwing names out there now. Quit it. Huh? AC Green. I'm not having any more of this. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Catch out hey, next. I think they got Phil Stop Jackson it. to win another title. Kill him. You have to do a clown performance at a listener's birth- a kid's birthday party. Dude, get rid of trash collecting. Trash collecting's out. We got back wax, can't video. We got the fat guy in little suit. Shout out me and Curtis. <laughs> we got the jelly bean game. Yep. You got the ice plunge. Yeah, the ice plunge, and then you got the comedy zone. <laughs> five minute, five minute routine. All right, I like so the plunge. We did it. Uh, we spun it. Plunge, plunge became five minutes, and five minutes became three minutes, and three minutes became two minutes, and where are we at now? So now, uh, it's open for discussion again. The plunge is down. To, I think the plunge is here's three. Have we moved it, it to two officially? Uh, when, it's up to you. I don't. It's uh, your guys' thing. Started I, at five. Let's do three. Is a middle ground. Yeah. Three's three's fine. Yeah, three's fine. And I also how long do you do you do five when you do yours? Yeah, but I, I'm also not gonna. I gotta I gotta call Blair from uh from the ice. Yeah, something he, he offered the free ice. Yeah, I'm gonna call him after after the show today. Uh, we're not gonna make it like 30 35 degrees, degrees 39 right. degrees. Right. We're gonna get we're gonna get it to like around 50. Right. 50. Which is plenty cold. Which enough. is uh, it's plenty cold. Yeah. Oh, plenty sure. cold. You sure. won't believe that it's only fifty. All of the studies, all of the studies for the benefits of cold, cold immersion and therapy are start at fifty nine degrees and lower. Mm-hmm. Fifty nine to fifty degrees, you, you can you can feel it a big difference when you get down there. Once you get into the below fifty and you get into the forties, you start <laughs> feeling every degree. You drop the temperature. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to do. It's going to take. I, I was testing out some some stuff at my uh, at my house with four ice bags, four twenty pound bags. It doesn't change the temperature that much, so we're going to have to we're going to need to fill the tub up the night before, put some stuff in it, check these temperatures, come in beforehand, and then we're going to have to because we don't want to get it too cold. We don't. Right. I don't want it. I mean, we don't. Nobody wants to hear this is becoming a major pain the demise, in the end, isn't it? Now you guys used you guys Listen, used, you guys used to enjoy the demi- the possible demise of me jumping different. over the lights. Yeah, I'm not kinda, not literally, not literally, but I'm just saying like the possible demise of Dan. And nobody wants to you, hear Mike. that on the radio. Right. Nobody wants to hear. I don't Dan. think that anyone out there listening, or I think everyone out there listening right now is like, "What are you guys even talking about?" He's it's not, not going to die bad. getting not, into a cold tub. He's going to be fine, except for the idiots who send it in and Clearly, start this worry chain. The the, the, <laughs> the, the Googans are are filling his head. I, I told him if he wanted to, he can do the backwax. It's simple as that. Either you do, you can do. You have your choice of the two. Here's what I don't understand. I don't care of the two. We we did this last week. Yeah, it's been a week. I know it's not happening for another week. Right, Dan. What have you been doing to prepare? Am I supposed to prepare? Why wouldn't you? What do you, you have mean? two weeks to prepare for cold immersion. Why wouldn't you get used to it? Why wouldn't you be getting in some cold water He's right now to pool. get your body used to it? He has a pool, too. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be getting... If I had to... Props, if you had two weeks to I'd get ready for something, times, wouldn't, yeah. you be, yeah, wouldn't you be trying give to... Give it like, a trial ride. Yeah, a give bit, it a trial run so that when you get here in front of the microphones, you're It'd not... be like, no big deal. I just did nothing. I can... <laughs> Why are you not practicing? Practice? I didn't know you practiced for <laughs> cold immersion. I don't understand... Why, why we're not taking advantage here. 
That's what I don't understand. If he's willing, if there for any reason doesn't want to do the cold plunge and we get to attach something else, let's wax that back. So we get to pick if you Jeff Yes. Wanna, Jeff wanna wax it back. I didn't realize that. I, yes, that's I what I'm trying to that. get at here. Any of the other ones. You buried the I'm lead. Vote, any, we can do any of them. You buried the lead. I, I will vote for me personally, I'll vote for the comedy zone. That's gonna be let me tell you the comedy zone. It's gonna be so hard to arrange and get done. That's just yeah, but we got a, the cat. The cat can do that. Yeah, you say that. Hey, I would be a part of that too, uh, but I ain't gonna lie, I'd drive and, I'd personally drive yeah, I'm up. Not, I'm, I'm thumbs down on the on the we get one V. I'm veto on the, the he wants to do that. Y'all yeah, don't does. know the man. He does man, y'all got he does it. He'll go sing all of his songs yeah. up there. He'll go yeah. sing every song he'll he's written Stop. up there. He'll, <laughs> correct. Y'all got to understand what's yeah. going on he'll here. He'll take a guitar that he can't play <laughs> and a piano. He Again, he'll just he sing out of tune. This is what I continue minutes. to get. Last time I did a cold water immersion, my back muscles tightened up. I couldn't walk for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a one after another after yeah. another. It's I mean, not. That is. Uh, well, but if you guys want to pick another one, you can pick any of them that you want. Wow. Let's do that. It'll either be the, right. the bat wax or the fat guy Should suit. we get the post-it note wheel out again? Well, I mean, I can, I, I, let's do the back wax. We'll I, do it live on the air. Rip that thing off. It'll be painful. He's going to hate it. I think he'll hate it more than the plunge. I. Uh, what else is I'm, on there? I mean... That's some nifty that artwork. Guy, little coat. I like the jelly bean. That jelly will be my bean, second one. Jelly bean, polar buns, eh, you're a clown, comedy. <laughs> you're right, back wax. I mean, that's yeah. just good radio. It's going to happen live. The pain will be felt yeah. live. Yeah, yeah no, I. I <laughs> Look I, at his face. <laughs> I hate them all now. Yeah, I do. The more <laughs> I think about it, the more I hate every one of them. You can go back to the polar buns. That's your call. I, yeah. I'm not trying to steer you off of it. What started is just kind of like a good gesture. It's devolved now. Yeah. I know too much debate. Just, well, there we go. I'll do the wax. Screw it. The back will be waxed next Thursday. I just don't want to have to do any kind yeah. of. Of course, you don't want to do way, any of them. We can make comedies all happen, somebody says. Got you guys don't want to do that, and that would be fine. Got I don't want to do it because I, that's not a punch. But he's going to enjoy it too yeah. much. That makes that, sense. Yeah. Well, the comedy zone. That was a good one for him to get on there. You know, I would. It's not as embarrassing for you as you think it's going to be. It, well, I'm not saying it's not embarrassing. I'm saying he can. That's fine. You can go up there. Everybody can go up there, and, and, and all of us in this business, we've, we've died on stage before. It's no big deal. Right. What I'm saying is the moment, though. That yeah. he's about to be introduced. There oh, will be fair. butterflies like Dan has never oh, felt. Yeah. It will it will be nerve wracking. The only thing I don't want to do that one for, Jeff, is it makes you and I have to go there. I'm definitely and like leave the house. I'm and definitely like, out of the plunge. This is the one that's <laughs> put me over there. Testicular retreated so far into body cavity had to go to ER. I'm out. I'm out. I am out. I was in the pool. I, I was out. in the pool. I'm out. I'm out, cat. These are these are I don't BS. believe these, these are BS yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, they are telling stories. <laughs> now uh, you're hey, messing with listen me. Listen to me. It, I it's do been it every settled. Morning. That's it. Take that thing, rip off all the yellow things. It's over. It's settled. He's getting his back, back wax. Right. And I'll, That's fine. And right. I will I will now dive into this little gym from the from the text line. Yeah. Cat, this will do your heart good. Mm-hmm. I'm hairy like Dan. I've had my back waxed. It's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> you might need the polar plunge after the back wax uh, to make the back feel better. Good point. To make the back feel better and reduce we have the that swelling. Set up. Uh, oh, my goodness. E, do you have that clip from Arian? This is so out there. I don't even know. Well, I'm going to tell you why I bring it up. Arian okay. Foster? Yeah, because I was in class yesterday, adjunct professor teaching to the young people of tomorrow. Still can't believe that. Great class, by the way. Be- really good class. Yesterday? Yeah. And um, and one of the guys at the end asked me about this. And 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 so here's what Arian Foster said about, about... Now, Arian Foster is 
BS crazy, just so people know. Yeah, he is. He's okay. out there. He's out there. But this is what he said about the NFL and the and the fix. Uh, Arian was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker. Mm-hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those? Before the season started, or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it, so it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what. All right, this is on. parody. This is. He can't be serious. He's doing this. He's going to miss this call. Yeah, he's being. Yeah, because they funny. hate you yeah. and they love the yeah. Colts. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, WWF. So it's like. So yeah, he's trying to be funny. Aaron and who? Yeah. Who's Aaron but Foster? I, so, used to play for the. Yeah, no, Aaron. Oh, it's just the other guy, a podcaster. Yeah. So, so I think he's trying to to hit with humor and miss the. Boat. And he's so crazy, it's easy to believe that he would actually think that. Oh, you think he's just trying to be funny? I do. And maybe I, he is. Yeah. Well, there's an, another clip of uh, Earl Campbell, and it looked like he was talking to a team, and he was implying that it, football today is like the WWF, like it's scripted. I think right. what they're saying is it's it's there's more of that thought these days than there was in old school. But Not I don't more. like, you know, the conspiracy, the social media and the conspiracy theories. And, you know, there's ha- there are people that legitimately think that the NFL rigs games. They really believe that. They really believe that the officials in the league knew Miles Jack wasn't down and intentionally have drilled it into their, their you know, those running the league that that can't happen. I mean, there's people that believe that. And they yeah. are wrong. They are wrong, wrong, yeah, I don't, wrong. I don't go. I don't go that far. I, we've talked about this. I know we don't, I know, but I'm saying there, that, there are the those end, that do. You can sing that song and people believe it. I know, and I don't. I don't go as far as no. My, the, the point I was going to make is that my, my class, there's a couple guys who were like, you know, well, the NFL is entertainment, guy. You know, and there was some. There's people, That's, and the text line we see every. Listen, the Bengals Chiefs game, man. People were furious. This is rigged. This is ridiculous. They there is a small, and it's not major yet. It, and I told him, I said, look, it's not. There's this too is much money. This is time, by the way. This is new. Think? I think yeah. there's more of a credibility issue now than maybe ever. It's 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 because it's more prevalent. People talking about it. It's not that it it's it, there. It, the underlying thing the NFL has always done is given advantages to the marketable players, the quarterbacks. They've changed the rules to to allow That's you. That's fine. Yeah, and, and, I but, get that. But, but it's not just, you know all the non-hitting and all that stuff that they've done, so you can't hit the quarterbacks. They've changed the rules throughout the the past several years to make it so that it just so happens that the most marketable players seem to. Make it to yeah. the end. Yeah, there's multiple times throughout the history of the NFL, and even it's happened to the Jags. Obviously, Miles Jack, but there's, there's, there's some before that. I mean, even you go back to the Steelers versus the Cardinals Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was plays down the stretch in that game that people were like, "What the heck?" Yeah, you know, there's there's always plays down the stretch. Yeah, the NFL. I don't. There's too many people involved. For a scripted thing like Arian's talking 100%. about, we all know it's a joke. Dude, the social media pictures would be out the day Correct. the script is handed. That's we not all happening. know it's a joke. But what does happen is mm-hmm. the refs are graded after every single game. Right, they're graded after games and they're coached before games with here is what this team does a lot. Here's what this team, you know, watch for these penalties, watch for this, watch for that. And I just think it's similar to the NBA in that they understand the refs understand the business of the of the NFL. Yeah. I, we have too much time on our hands when when college age kids believe any part of the the games are scripted like WWE. I don't it's I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, that's, I, that's just that's there's no way that defies any logic. You tell players me wouldn't go, go along with you're it. You're going to go to 30 teams and 53 players and no one's ever going to spill the I mean it's just yeah. 
I no. mean, w, understand what a WWE script is. Right. It's the play-by-play from starting bell to no, last obviously, pin. Obviously. Yeah. And then I think I think you were right about that podcast. I think it's like supposed to be a comedy one or whatever. And okay. Arian Foster yeah, I is just a, right, some being Arian Foster. But I, my my bigger the bigger point I was going to make is I, I wonder if there is a little bit of a a little bit more today than ten years ago of a credibility issue within the national. It's impossible, like I you think said, it's to so, script it anyway. And I, I, no one's suggesting we're scripting it except these things. But I I bring it up just to talk about is there a chance? Do you? Are, let me ask are, you a question. Are the fans losing faith? I do guess. You, yeah. Well, it doesn't take much. Yeah. Do you feel at all any percent yeah. that the NFL? decided that the Chiefs no. were to win, no. right? No, no, no one really of any no. consequence that's been around the league believes that. No. It's impossible. No. Cat? Couldn't do it if you wanted to. <laughs> Cat's too- I, I, I think it's- I think the NFL wanted Patrick Mahomes uh, in the Super Bowl. You don't think they like Joe Burrow in the no, Super Bowl? No, I think they want. I think they wanted the, the Andy Reid Okay, here's the story. problem with they, this kind of argument. I think argument. they like that kind of stuff. Here's, here's the There's problem so with that. There's so many great stories. Right, the no problem with that what? argument is you think. So what a – I don't give a crap what you think. I don't well, think that that's nice. a – Well, I'm just – No, no, no. no. What not I mean, you personally. We're talking about how people – the perception. Oh. The perception. Why, yeah, 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 there's yeah. no – there. but no, my point is there's not, there's not a part of me at all that thinks the NFL would prefer my, the Chiefs over the, the Bengals. What I'm talking about is what I explained about the refs. Mm-hmm. When, you <laughs> look at, when you look at the Patriots game from 2017 mm-hmm. and you look at how many penalties got called on them in that game – We've looked at the stats, and then you look at the game, the Chiefs versus the Jags, and the Chiefs got one and a half penalty, or like right. one penalty. That's fair. The Here's the one game. thing I've never understood, and you guys can address this, and I've never understood this. There's no question that during the season, the amount of work that is put into every game is astronomical, right? I mean, from the coaches especially, the coaches, uh, they've watched tape and tape, and they come up with a game plan, and they find weaknesses, and I mean, they know to the minute detail, oh, this left tackle doesn't do well on the inside move, et cetera, et cetera. So it's so, and they put in all this work, and then they go out there Sunday, and it gets determined by an old guy in a striped shirt throwing a flag because the guy's arm went around. That's a a great point. That's a great point. But that, okay, this is where we're all guilty of recency bias. Uh That is, I sat with my God. My, my God-fearing father. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was all. That, that's all. Know, that was, that's all that was coming. Okay, Tony Romo every, moment. Tony every, Romo moment. Every Saturday and Sunday when I was a kid, yeah. and listening to him scream at the television at the that the refs hated the Atlanta Falcons. Oh yeah. Well, they did. Like yeah. I mean it. It's, oh, yeah. it's, so this it's. The, the refs in the NFL don't hate your team any more today yeah. than they hated the Browns in 1973 right. or any other fan base. Just like the announcers don't love their team more than yours like they have for every game mm-hmm. in the history of the league. So When it comes to your own team, it's too, you're too biased I, well, to make I, a decision. I, mean, I, I get it what you're saying. I get it. There it's, have been terribly officiated football games just as bad as – in the in the dis- sure. the par- the disparity of the penalties just as bad in in 2014 and 1994 and 1974 it's never left it'll always be there the reason the reason people are going to continue to doubt it is it's i don't arian fought the whole thing of a script being to play players would never go along with it players are too competitive they they'd never go along with it they'd never go everybody along with it everybody would and, not do it never, and they can't never go along with it the way the and way you couldn't keep it a secret. The way you affect the games, <laughs> but how ha- but how could you affect the games? Who are the only people that can Rest. just like basketball? Yeah. And they've already admitted in the NBA. Remember how that story just kind of went away and nobody well, keeps talking. Didn't go away. It, Tim Donahue went Tim, to jail. I know he went to jail, but yeah. it's it was it was a huge thing. And the fact that it, you could say you can look through back the history of NBA games and see calls, they can make the game 
You call a foul in basketball. You call a foul, two quick fouls on the star player. You mm. change the entire flow. That's of that easier game. to do. Yeah. In the NFL, you don't call a holding pet holding call late in the stretch. Think about Tom Brady. Think about this. <clears throat> Tom Brady, all those game-winning drives, mm-hmm. go check the stats and see how many offensive linemen of his got holding calls in any of those drives or any, anywhere down the stretch in the fourth quarter. It's not a – it's just a – they automatically say, this is Tom Brady, it's a good yeah. team. The high-fiving of Brady, the patting him on the butt is what drives people there, nuts. There is a – obviously gambling has become much yeah. more okay. Oh, yeah. All right? And I know all the players make a lot of money, but not all of them. So if I if 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 what do you call your guy in Vegas Johnny? Uh, it's a it's a what's his name? Yeah, it's Our Jimmy guy. Mongoose. Jimmy Mongoose yeah. gets a hold of even the long snapper, who makes seven hundred grand and says, "How'd you like to make ten million? Yeah, just throw it off his, you know, helmet. That changes a game. Sure, you, it can. Yeah." So they make know. so much money now that that's uh, not the worry it used to be. That's my point, though. Or, I don't or, think you can get that's or the punt returner. Hey, you, you can't get. But 10 it would have to be the right situation in the right scenario. Yes, you know. So, but I just no. think, better off going to college still for that game. <laughs> You're gonna play that game. Get a younger kid who can. Yeah, yeah that that's not swing good. it a little. But bit. But no, you can. The refs don't have to answer questions. They never get interviewed. They don't have to to right. be accountable for any of their actions. Mm-hmm. They only get talked to by the NFL. Yeah, I, I just. It's, I get the conspiracy, they, and I, it's a nice comfort blanket for when your team loses. Maybe. Because at the end of the day, the Bengals could have won the game. They could have won the game. You can blame the officials all you want. They could have won the game very easily. They're in the game till the very end. It's tied. They pushed a guy four yards out of bounds to but give up the But on the same win. play, there's a massive hole. I get it. And if you go to every that's, play that's of the, every that's game. That's the beef, though. You, you don't, here's the problem with that beef. The hold was right in front of the ref. I can go and find you. 15 Cincinnati Bengals hold, should have been called for holding. He called every one of them. <laughs> he called every one of them. Here, uh, on the text line, Design My Lifetime Maybe with closures. I mean, I, this is one game. I get it. That yeah. I agree. That game, how, no, I know. There's a disparity there. I what I disagree in is the concentrated effort no. to send the Chiefs to the Super there's Bowl. No, I don't believe no, that. I would no agree with that. Hair, there's no hairless cat and a guy sitting in yeah. the league office going, ha, 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 ha. These idiots like, that believe the NFL is scripted and fixed are the same idiots that believe we never landed on the moon. <laughs> so, um, uh, not fixed, but the refs look the other way or call bogus penalties. Example, roughing the passer call on Henny before halftime after we had them stopped. All right, we got it. We, we're yeah. way oh, over here. Thanks, We've Kat. decided everything. Cat Chad is. <laughs> so, we're back waxing next one. week. We're back yeah. So, I got to find a back waxer. Yeah. yeah. All right, back waxers, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just literally, or you literally just put the strips on and rip them off yourself. We, I don't think you're agreeing could, to letting us do that. No, yeah, I, I guess I could. We have we to need get, to a get a professional. Could I, could I do it? Do you want me to go to a back waxer and do it live? No, 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 no. no we're no, having them come right in here, here right by the right bleachers, thing. right yeah. by the bleachers. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So with extraneous right microphones picking up the sound. No video. microphones, no yeah. video, no video, no video. Microphone, full yeah. play by play, play by play. Nat sound up, yeah. back wax. BWR will probably love it. You'll have a nice sheen back for a while. Let's do it. What about? Here's the good thing about the back wax too. <laughs> You're going to have the reciprocal discomfort where that starts growing back and itching. He's walking around, yeah. scratching his back. I Wonderful. can't believe you, The cold plunge. The yeah. co- you got scared out of the cold plunge by yeah. a bunch of lies. Yeah. Well, I don't Apparently know. So. We'll find out. It is what it is. We're not reopening this. Right. No. Uh, back wax uh, it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> we're going to talk sharks fo- from shark coatings to sharks football in the 9 o'clock hour. That all right, more. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. All right, heading towards the 9 o'clock hour. Lots going on. Busy time. Lots of you responding on the text line. Appreciate all your responses about 
the things that are happening, but we're going to we're gonna talk some Sharks football right now, man. We got Gibby in the house, Jason Gibson, the head coach of our Jacksonville Sharks championship or bus season, ladies and gentlemen. But right now he's hugging. He's he got a the cat. He got to eat. <laughs> I got a hug. Man, let's go. Yeah. He's got your family here yet, my man? No, I was just on the phone. I'm right. got to be close, don't you? What, we're going to get to the end of school year? Is that what we're doing? No, no, they're homeschooled right now. Okay, that's I knew right. I was you told moving me that. at some point. So they're yeah. coming down uh, two weeks. I'm going flying up and getting to U-Haul. Nice. And Good. Good deal. Good, good deal. Official. Uh, the season, I mean, before we know it, I, th- I believe your season opener is early April. Is that correct, right? April 8th is our first game, and then we're – Home opener the 15th? Yeah, 15th. Oh, you get, and I believe that's Orlando, too, which is when do you, a hated uh, team around here. When do you start camp? I'm thinking I'm having a report the 19th. 19th. The field on the 20th of March. Okay. So the league says I have 21 days. 21 days you what? get? Okay. It, you know, All we're right. so used to the – What do you get? Like, is it, the league says you have 21 days. Uh, do you get a certain amount of time each day? Or No, is it, but if you can't practice 21 <laughs> days prior, they'll find you. And the trust me. Teams oh, have yeah. tried it, and they'll, they'll catch you. You know, they so the, the NFL, you constantly see guys either work on their own or, you know, they'll be in – programs that aren't on the field which you just indicated you're not allowed to do but right. you know, i'm wondering with your guys can they afford to work on their own i'm sure a lot of guys are doing other things at different times of the year or how does that work no i mean a lot you of have some, expectations some, for some we, stuff being we have some local guys throwing last night okay good so they can get out there i just can't be out there sure. i just can't say hey you have to be here at this time you right count on now. them to do it here's right. the plays we're running i just say hey get out there and throw and i'd like to see you guys work on blah 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 is your roster would you say is it pretty set right now or how fluid I mean, do you expect it to be between I mean, it's now and getting then? there the last two weeks for us have been extraordinary because a lot of teams sign as many players as they can get i think you get 35 guys when well, i know you get 35 you can bring you, 35 to camp. camp how many do you get to keep 24 24 on your roster right okay but i was sitting about 26 27 forever i'm just not out there signing the first right. person i see i've just right. been kind of dragging my feet i had a wish list and some of that wish list starting to come true okay and all of a sudden, we just got really good really quick. Nice. Um, so, yeah, well, we picked that's, up, picked that's up good. Jabari Gorman from UF. Sure. Right. Um, played against him in the championship in 17. He kicked our butts. Right. And uh, we just picked up Justin Renfro out of the U, played with the Bills and played okay. with the Bengals and the CFL, big O-line, D-line guy. Right. Um, picked how, up. How, how long does it take a player who has, has played one football game, the regular football game, how long does it take them to acclimate to the differences? Depends on the position. Okay. D-line, O-line, not very long. You still block the guy you in front of you or you knock the guy And it's one-on-one. You know, you, yeah. go to, you go to right. an outside practice right. and do one-on-one drills. Yeah. That's what you're doing in the arena. It's one-on-one. Okay. I'm going to kick your butt. You're going to kick my butt. Right. That's what we're doing. Quarterback, receivers, DBs, yeah. it's a learning curve. Is it? Is it, for a quarterback, is it just quicker so fast? Is it? Is it just you got to know the angles? And what, what do you look at if you're trying to find a kid in those positions? Well, you know, we just, you know, we, we worked out. Two guys last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't disclose, but yeah, but uh, really Go ahead, good. Randy, do I know? Do I know who they are? Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they were. You know, we worked out some guy. I'm looking for the, how the ball comes out, throwing the spaces. You know, it's like I was trying to tell them last night. You're not necessarily throwing the receivers. You got to understand where the spaces uh, are on the field, right? And the anticipation level for a quarterback is unbelievable. You can't sit there and drop back, okay, step up in the pocket. Gotcha. And, oh, it's cover two. Let me hit. No, you got to make that decision in about 1.5 seconds and find the hole and put the ball in the hole and the receiver will get there. Does arena dictate a ath- athletic quarterback or a pocket pass? You got you to be accurate. Got to be accurate. You got to be accurate. Number one it more does, than anything. It does. It, accurate decision making. It doesn't matter right. how far you can throw it. One okay. of the best quarterbacks ever had had yeah. a noodle. Okay. Uh, yeah, but he put it where it's supposed to go. I've seen guys that can sit there on one knee and rip it, you know, length of the field into yeah. the net. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. They can't Doesn't hit matter. a can't hit a barn. 
Gotcha. You, you have to be accurate. Do you find putting together a championship level roster does like being in Florida is looked at at such an advantage for for college programs for I mean even for the pro you got no income tax there's some other things that weigh in. Do you find this is a, a an, you know I don't want to use the word easy it's never easy but the build for you here coming in as a first coach are there some some natural you know. Um, you know, advantages. To, well, I mean, the you. thing about it is you saw it with the run with the Jags, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. first year here for me. Yeah. I got to witness the last three games yeah, at the stadium. Awesome, it maybe was just, you're, maybe there's you're a good luck There's charm. some carryover, too. You you get to pick up yeah. some on some of that, that community So the passion. momentum of that is what yeah. the Sharks are known for. That excitement. I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. that you know, game, the last game, that playoff game against the Chargers yeah. was just insane. The electricity. Go to a Sharks game. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. There are it, a lot of them are like that. People don't realize yeah. that. And I've been to a lot of NFL games, yeah. uh, big stadiums. I ain't witnessed a lot like that was at the at the Chargers Jaguars game. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it was just, uh, you know, and the Sharks do that. Yeah. From an entertainment standpoint. Well, arena League From too, an dictates. entertainment standpoint. That's so, fair. Yeah. When you a got lot a of games come left in Arena League. Four scores. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, we want, wait a minute. Oh, we want to get. Well, you know, the, the main thing as a coach is I'm counting possessions. So okay. when I was watching the Jags Chargers game, uh-huh. I, when they scored right for half, uh-huh. make it 27 uh-huh. 20, I said, all right, three possessions, three possessions, six a quarter. You know, I'm always figuring possessions. Yes. I said, yes. okay, they got a shot. Right. So I didn't leave. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, so with our level, it's the same way, but, you know, getting the, getting, um, the players acclimated to that and understanding that um, is, is difficult. How many quarterbacks will you bring to camp? Probably three. It looks like three. Now, I wasn't going to go with two, but mm-hmm. when you find one, you find one, right. and you sign them, and that's what I'm going to do. Will you keep three on your active roster? Can you? Is that I can keep teams? two on the active, and uh-huh. I can do one like a practice. Uh, practice squad. But I got lucky because one of the quarterbacks I signed uh-huh. is a Canadian. Okay. Um, like 6'7", 250. You know, he can throw. But he's a rookie like Where'd the rest of them. Where'd you find him? Uh, CFL. Just, I had an eight. Well, actually, I was watching film on a receiver. Yeah. Said, who's that guy throwing? And I said, who's the guy throwing? So I called up the agent. I said, who's this guy? Yeah. I didn't even take the receiver. I wound up picking him. Uh. But he's an international player. And per the NAL, an international player does not count against the roster. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Isn't that nice? So you signed uh, – uh, so you have him and you have two others signed? Well, I'll have one other signed hopefully by tomorrow. Okay. So you have one other signed and yeah. then you're trying to get another. Okay. Was it one of the guys that threw with you the other day? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jason spies. Gibson from the Jacksonville Jason Sharks. Spies are out there. Is in the house does, hanging out with us. Does everyone in arena was with – some of the things you just talked about, yeah, and the smaller rosters, the smaller field. Do do most teams do the same thing? It's just a matter of who does it better. Like, can you reinvent the the, the wheel of strategy? Guys, try. Right? Guys, come. Oh, we're I, gonna, I mean, that would be my inclination. Guys, you know, I've had guys. I've played for coaches that said we're going to reinvent the wheel. We're going to do this. Doesn't work. I've had seen teams. We're going to bring in spread option quarterbacks. We're going to we're going to run read option. Well, there's no hangover player. Who who the heck are you reading? Yeah, you know, right. It is drop back. Let's score seventy right. points. Just who, who can do it best and make the fewest mistakes or, or, and be smart, or who can buy the best players? Okay, yeah, because certain players are going to do call a spade a spade. You know, some teams sure. can, some teams just buy players because they don't want to have to. Coach. I'll put a little pressure on you. Where I mean, if you look at the league right now, where would you power rank your roster talent wise compared to the rest of it? <laughs> he didn't want to answer that. <laughs> don't know what he's stepping into here. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. All your shots. <laughs> nice try. How many teams do we have this year? Uh, seven or eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. I can't okay. remember. I got to look at and it. And in the schedule, do we play them all? Oh yeah. Or, yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, you got Albany, Orlando, San yeah. Antonio. So you got the big markets. And, yeah. And so I can't wait to. And you have the advantage of having seen you know seen the league. A lot of times, you know. I've seen all these guys. You know, the biggest difference right now in the league is the quarterback play is not spectacular. It has been in the past. We've it has been in the past, yeah. but it's not now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and because what's happening is all these guys are phasing themselves out. 
and you're and you're having to get into you know the, the, the Tommy Grady's of the world and all these touchdown older, Tommy Grady. Yeah, right. all these quarterbacks are getting old and phasing themselves out. And now Is you he got still these playing? rookies. No, okay. no, no. I was like, oh my god! You got to teach them. You got to teach them. You got to teach the guys the game. He yeah. did until fairly recently. Yeah. Yeah, Tom was pretty good. So, you know, they faced Tommy broke our hearts here. We were ready to start a season like the next week or something. One at Hick, and he he gone. He gone. He gone. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. So he went north uh, for some cash. What about Aaron Garcia? Oh, he's the greatest. Man, who knows? We had him, right? Of all time. Of all time. He's the best of all time. All time. Yeah. Yeah, he was the man. He's coaching, isn't he, or no? I don't know where he's at. I thought he was going to. Of all time. It's probably not easy to make like a career. Living, earning off of the arena. If anyone back did, it's in the day, him. Hey, who's the highest paid arena? You think career net earnings? I don't know. I know back in the day, I think the highest paid quarterback that I knew of was Grison from the Force. I think he was making one forty. Okay, but you know, you're making one forty full benefits sure, year round yeah. housing. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you don't have any bills making one forty. That's a lot more than yeah. You know, making is that your selling point here? You get you get some that we're paying a one forty. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hicken's going to play quarterback. If that's the case. No. Working with guys, I, honestly, man. Look, it's 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 the beach, it's the city, yeah. It's the selling the, points. The plenty. selling point for me is players that have played in Vice Star Arena and that crowd and that experience it's in fun. Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm sorry, there's no other place in the country. Ain't That's no awesome. Place. There's just not. Yeah. So. yeah. Is, do you know, um, uh, uh, Tiger Jones? Yes. Okay. He's down in Tampa training guys, and he's doing really yeah. well. He was with the Gators though too. He yeah. did stuff with the Gators this year, yeah. so he yeah. was like he was uh, receivers. Doing really yeah. well. little guy, but man, he can play. He's a good he player play, here, too. He's oh, really he can good play. play. Yeah. yeah, he can play. So. Who else was a good player for us? Was uh, the kid from Jackson, the receiver Harvey? Was it Jerron Harvey? Jerron Harvey. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember him? Oh yeah. my God! Who doesn't remember yeah. Jerron? He had yeah. like thirty touchdowns one he year. Was a hell of a player. So, so. Yeah. we got a couple. We got a couple bean stalks. Kind. Got a couple six five. Well, would guys. you like anything you'd like to get out before we uh, end our little quarterly update with you? I mean, no, I'm just just you know training camps coming up. Make sure you know fans get ready and you'll start seeing the stuff coming out. But I mean, we got some we got some serious serious talent. I mean, the, the one thing that I've noticed is, and I looked at my roster real quick was. Mm-hmm. I looked at the roster of guys that we have here. You asked the question, is it easy for Jax? Mm-hmm. I couldn't get that roster if I was somewhere else. That's nice. I, I couldn't. Good I was looking you. at it saying, okay, if I was somewhere else, would I still have these types of players? Right. No, nope. I wouldn't. Well, that's Great. awesome. That's yeah. That that's got to coach him up, right? Yeah, that comes with. You'll its own do it, set. Gibby. We appreciate <laughs> you, man. That comes Good with its own you. set of expectations. But the Sharks' home opener. It's April 15th. It's just around the corner. And, man, I'm telling you what, for your sports entertainment dollar, yeah. it's the best ROI in sports. Yeah. I'm just – I mean, my yeah, it's, I, it's man, awesome. my kids are – I took my kids when they were little. They're now young adults themselves. They'll go on the on their own. The final, just, 71 <laughs> to 69. Yeah. 70, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the uh, Jacksonville Sharks head coach as he gets his team ready. Uh, Jason Gibson, we always look forward to visiting with you, and uh, we will again before we get to the – Regular season opener. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. All right, we're back with more on a Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. You're listening to The Drill. Oh, that feels warm. I like your sweater. Does that come in a V-neck? I'm look good after this, man. Thanks, man. So, ready? Yeah. It's... Oh, you... Oh, you... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just your job. Huh? No, 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 no. That's okay. Uh, let's, let's do another. That one little patch looks sexy, though. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks really good. Little patch. Ooh. It looks mantastic. Your first one's the only one that hurts. Yeah. Well, those hairs are pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You ready? Yep. It's me. God! <laughs> oh, I hate you. I hate you. 
Yeah, one week from today, he one week from today, our man is gonna be <laughs> gonna be prone. He's gonna be laying on his belly, prone. Strips of hot wax draped across his back. Oh, and then the rip. Oh, the rip. Oh, the rip. Ah. Mm. Uh, Patrick Young yesterday said, uh, I know it's going to be a tough one, but it'd be really make my day if the Gators can beat the Vols and get that signature win on the season. It was his birthday. So there's a birthday dove for our friend Patrick Young as the Gators did beat Tennessee last night. I haven't heard from Charlton this morning. I don't know where he is. Mm. Uh, I will give him credit on this. He pointed out the flaw of his basketball team, and it sure played itself. But, again, the narrative, the, the, the over – Riding shadow here for me on that game yesterday is Vegas. And again, I mean, again, Tennessee has no business losing to Florida. I don't know what happened. Florida, Florida's defense is good. You know, they got a good defense. They make it hard on teams. They just can be so bad offensively that it doesn't always pay off. But you made the point earlier, and I think it's valid. If they could somehow win two of these next one, one of these next yeah. two, I've met two of three before yesterday. Yeah. One of these next two, and then, you know, beat some teams you're supposed to. Who knows? Maybe they will be 19 and 13 and in the picture. You got one. You need you need what? You had to get six for him. You need five more. Is that what it was? Yeah, six total. That included the Kansas State game, yeah. which went to yes. five. Yes, I need five more dubs. Yeah, and that's all in the conference, so that would be even better. So that would be 11. Gonna, and that doesn't include, according to Prosser, the, the conference, conference tournament. No, no, no. Again, because you don't have anything at one, stake, two, I get three, to make four, the One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine left. I need to go five and four. That's very doable now. Very yeah, who, uh, okay. Yeah, I've got, got a Vandy game at home mm-hmm. and at Vandy. Mm-hmm. I could win those two. They did lose 101 44 to Alabama. Yeah, I got Ole Miss at home. Yeah. To win that one. Okay. At Arkansas. Needed the Tennessee game. You really at Arkansas did. might be tough. I got at Georgia and yeah. I got LSU at home, which yeah. I should win. I'm, I'm rooting for you to get there. Yeah. I mean, this is, again, this is pay for play. It's me joining the if, NIL fray. If the Gators go five and four, they would be 11 and seven in conference. I, right. I mean, they that's. In what, despite what it looks like at times, what will be valued is a very, very good conference. If you're 11 and seven in fourth place in your league, the 19 and 14 record or whatever will get overlooked a little. Right. So I have a kind of an interesting list. This is the GOAT pasture at the quarterback position, but only involving players that have played in the Super Bowl. Okay. This isn't their Super Bowl performance. This is where do they rank on the all time list of quarterbacks who've played in the Super Bowl? Who played in the Super Bowl, which includes, by the way, every great quarterback that you ever bandy about as, quote, the best of all time. There's no, like, right? Right. Brady, Montana, Marie, they've all been there. Right. At number one is obvious. I was really surprised at who they put number two. I really am. I haven't heard this argument since the 70s. But Johnny Unitas, the second best in the GOAT? No. Right? What is that? No. Montana, three? Okay with that? He would be two? He'd be two. Let's forget Unitas. Brady, my, Unitas, uh, Montana, yeah. Mm. Peyton? Peyton or Marino? Where do you go? Whew. Peyton does have the two Super Bowls. Marino has none. Yeah, it's hard. Peyton to... does have better numbers. It's Peyton. Uh-huh. Marino was the the difference is Peyton, when Marino put up those kind of numbers, no one was doing it. Yeah. Now, Peyton to a degree, no one was doing it, but not like, you know, he's he did more even than Marino did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marino is fifth. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Should Marino be ahead of, That's say, high. Elway? Favre? Maybe Favre, but maybe not. They've got Marino, Rodgers. Too high. Rodgers has always been highly rated. Here's the the best. For your, uh, to your point, though, um, not until the second tier do you find Steve Young, John Elway, Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You better move him. They're all all pretty Patrick Mahomes wins next Sunday. You better move him up, too. Yeah. 
Look what the cat drug in. We called for him. We put it up there, and Charlton K. Ganey does respond. I'll give him credit. He answered the phone when that when that clock hit 0-0 last night, as we often do with each other when we call when our team wins, and I damn sure called him just to check in. Hello, Charlton. Hey, good morning, guys. I appreciate the uh, uh-huh. shout-out, Jeff. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm happy for the balls to lose if it uh, makes Big Pat Young feel better. That's, that's, well, a good that's nice of you, too. That's I, a silver lining. You had some extra you know, sugar in your coffee today. I like it. Nah, it's just, uh, again, we don't – the biggest thing I see in Tennessee is we don't have a point guard. It, Ziegler's not – little it. dude likes to shoot. Ziegler likes to fire it up there. When he when he's on, it's great. When he When he's not – we we get the result we got last night, and uh, congratulations to the Gators. They won the game. Mm-hmm. They were the better team last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to come down to uh, what we're going to do in the tournament time. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of expectation of this team to start with. Like I said, I didn't think they were the number two team in the country. They ought to be around number ten. Um, and uh, but they are the defending SEC champions. So. Well, and I, I think Hicken made a point that I think should should scare you a little bit. And as a Tennessee fan, and you're somewhat like rational and realistic about it when it comes to basketball, you may agree. But are they so flawed offensively that it's impossible that they go on a run and win it all? Like they can't, they can't do it six games in a row, or can they? No, yeah, they are offensively flawed. That they they can't uh, if if they're not hitting the outside. I tell you, he's disappeared in the last four or five games. Key. He was hitting some big threes. Ten, who's a, ten who, I don't know this. Who's the leading scorer on Tennessee? Because I couldn't tell by watching last night. Like, who's their best player, would you say? The last couple weeks, it's been, oddly enough, Kumwa. Uh-huh. He had 27 um, okay. against Texas. Uh-huh. I mean, he's he's made a lot of turnaround jumpers. He's been good. Okay. Vescovy got hurt. He uh, he was he forcing threes at the end, too, like crazy last night. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just stagnation stagnation stagflation it's very frustrating from that i mean ziegler is kind of like your statistic you're kind of your engine i mean i've watched only four or five tennessee games but ziegler i mean maybe it's the position but makes him go if they're he's kind of your guy right he was not good last night yeah he was the he was the sec player of the week last isn't josiah jordan james probably i mean he isn't he i mean he's been around right i've heard hurt for most who's your best player i guess is the question do you ask that already then was that exactly how you ask it like who's the best player on Tennessee? You're number two in the country. I would expect you know to find a. Is there a first round draft pick on there? Or is there? No, I would say Vescovy, but he's not quick enough to play in the NBA. I mean, he you know he's going to stand out and shoot deep threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kumwa's turned into Kumwa couldn't couldn't walk when he got to campus, and now he's actually a really a really good player. But there is no. There is no. They're a team that's got good players, but they're not. You, you're rotating. It, 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 it kind of looks like like Vescovy, who sees the lefty, you know, guard, two guard. He averages twelve. Ziegler averages eleven four, and Kumwa averages eleven zero. Uh, Josiah Jordan James, I mentioned nine point six. Julian Phillips nine point five. Tyree Key eight point one. They just they spread it around. There is no superstar. Just, but yeah, the, the right. they're flawed just offensively. You're right about that. And nobody steps up. You know, we don't have anybody that I would say at the end of the game it would have to be Vescovy. But he's not quick enough to get open. You know, if you double-team him at the end of the game, then somebody else is jacking it up. So, mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, it's, my man. It's just the way it is. All right, go Vols. Yeah, yeah. Subdued. Charlton. Uh, Florida goes to Kentucky this weekend. And um, uh, Kentucky started the year with great pro- – the Blue Bloods are really struggling. Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. They're yeah. – 
you know, in, in North Carolina and Duke, man, you cha- you get away from these coaches, these Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski. And my, you know, talk to me in five years. This may be the year where we finally get somebody different who just makes that run. Might well, be we back kind of, we've had Baylor. Number seven seed, though. Yeah, not right, a okay. one. You know all what right, I mean? All right. Yeah. Because we have had some lesser. I mean, the ones aren't that, like, you know, Alabama's really good, but they, they – Tennessee, yeah, they don't feel like ones. Yeah, to your point. Neither yeah. does Purdue. Purdue never wins anything. No. no. So I think maybe like a like the, a like a, a UConn. And, story well, or. and the fact that the Gonzagas and the maybe it's one of those teams, but they come now as a five. Right. Maybe. You know, uh, it's but your to your point, there is no basketball. Every year, there's basketball team or two that look like they are a lot better than everyone else. I would just say, be careful when you're filling right. out the bracket. I don't see this Duke year. running in with yeah. with Zion and Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett. Right. You know, there's no team out there that, that – now, that team doesn't always win, don't get me wrong. But there's not a team out there that feels like, oh, my God, we could never beat them. I was – if you didn't watch Tennessee all year and you watched them last night, you wonder how in the world they number two I mean, in the Right country. now, and again, this is before last night, but the latest bracketology, Purdue, Alabama, Houston, and Tennessee. Yeah, that does Would not – Would you take any one of those? Well, you might end up when you go you through might. it. I mean, you know, they're up there because no one else is any good. I, UCLA, well. Kansas, Arizona, Texas. It's just hard, man. I mean, like, you. oh, okay, Texas. Well, I watch Tennessee, Texas, and, you know. I'll give you one. I'll give, how about a UCLA or a Kansas? They're still hanging around. One's 17 and 4 One's 18 and 4 Those are good, proven teams. Kansas has lost like three in a row or something? Not or? anymore. They stopped that they streak. Less, but they're yeah. 18 and 4 Yeah, they're good. I mean, again, I just – I mean that's to me, you know, Arizona nineteen and you know, three. You know, like 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 last night. You want a good basketball game, uh, you know. And again, I only see the highlights. So, I don't, but Xavier Providence looked like a hell of a game. Noah Locke on his eighth team. Is he on the? Which one's on he Providence. on? Providence. Does he play? Oh yeah. Does he score? I'd have to look his. Exact I looked up. Stats. You know, it's funny because I looked up Appleby today. He's in his sixth year, but eighteen point three no, points a game at he, Wake. He's their leading. Kept pl- him. He's their leading player. Yeah. I obviously I think they he probably didn't want to stay. I don't know yeah. if he was necessarily run off. Let me check, though. I do want to check the uh, – because I meant to look up Noah Locke earlier today. Yeah. But could a – you know, could a – I don't know, man. USC is a, projected as a nine seed or a Xavier is a four seed with Sean Miller or um, – I don't know. You know, teams like that maybe could make a run. Uh, F- Florida made a big jump in the net rankings with last night's win. Yeah, where'd they go? By the way, that gives them a – that should be a quad one win. I don't think – Florida's got two quad one wins yeah. now. Yeah. I think that's more than they had last year. Remember, that was what really held them back. Uh, Florida jumped from 52 to 41. Okay. Again, if you're going to get an at-large, you need to be up in the 20s. But you know what's you know funny? That's terrible. Bracket, bracket watch, first team out. Uh-huh. Texas A&M. Who's beat Florida twice by two. Yeah. <laughs> is Florida even in the next no. four? Yeah, well, again, this is before last night. Okay. Well, yeah. That last night's going to be a big So, I think they could be like, like next four out, first four out in there, you know. Yeah, Kentucky right now is last four in. Just to give you, they, an idea. and and at one point they would not have been in. So, right. I don't want to mention one baseball deal. I you know mm-hmm. the, the, as as what do you got? <clears throat> well, uh, uh, Trevor Bauer you know remains lingering out there. I did see my Braves were at. They had like an off season function of some sort, and Brian, um, Schnitker was there, mm-hmm. and they asked him, <clears throat> "Is he related to Adam Schnitker? Schnitker, um, the Schefter." Oh, I'm sorry. Um, when, but they asked a snit about about Bauer, and it we could not have been more more quickly dismissed. Oh no, no, no. Oh, oh no, no. The Braves don't need. Is he going to have a team? 
I mean, I, I think that— And is it fair for him not to have I a team? I think he should have a team. I do, too. I think he's more than served. Uh, listen, people are out there. You can't explain what they do and how they do it. If the court of law says nothing illegal happened, you know, MLB, and it's— I don't, this, this supposed character that these leaks take, it's mind-boggling to me. This compass that they go by. Yeah, their compasses. Right? Yeah. Give me a break, dude. Stop with your compasses. I come back on the other side. Um, yeah? This is interesting to me. Oh. 13 quarterback needy teams, as identified by Bill Barnwell. Mm-hmm. But ranking them in terms of attractiveness for if you're Aaron Rodgers or someone else. Okay. Like, the 13th most attractive as a Jag fan, standing ovation. I'll tell you why when we come back on the other side. It is a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. All right, we are back here on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. We proclaimed it yesterday. It's the month of E. Mm-hmm. So uh, each and every day we'll be going through a, an excerpt in E history. Yes. Right. History T. Yeah, that's right. What did we learn yesterday? Yesterday we learned that E's native language, native tongue, mm-hmm. as it were, is Creole. Is Creole. Yes. That's right. He's not English is not his first language. No. What he told us, but we'll continue to celebrate uh, Black History Month with E history each and every day here on the program. Correct. E, take it e, away. What sir. do you got today, friend? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. And today okay. is the perfect day for this because he was once a groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> Did not uh, know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, <laughs> and back February second, two thousand and twelve. Yes, sir. Your boy was shipped off to Cape May, New Jersey. Oh. For boot camp, and that's when I started my uh, Coast Guard career, my seven-year tour in the Coast Guard. As you were being shipped off to uh-huh. Cape May, New Jersey. Right. Was there a thought in your mind during the shipping of, what the hell did I just do? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, the knowing, remod- knowing as you left that you couldn't swim and you were joining the Coast Guard. Oh, man. So I, um, <laughs> I, uh, so the Ramada Inn uh-huh. right there mm-hmm. um, in San Jose is where yeah. we were dropped Comedy off. Zone. That's where, that's Comedy where, that's Zone. That's where they threw you out. That's where they threw me out. Never to return. And uh, what's funny, Cliff and Quentin Groves, God mm-hmm. rest his soul, mm-hmm. They came and picked me up, mm-hmm. and we went and had uh, dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, bro, I don't know if I want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I want to go there back. There you go. But Today's it, moment. Had history. you ever been to Guard career. Cape May, New Jersey, or never. New Jersey, or the had North? Had you been out or... of Florida? Yeah, I've been out of Florida well, obviously. many times. Yeah. Okay. Had, not... you been, had you been that far? Like, it's yeah, wintertime, yeah, so. I've been up, okay. up north. But okay. what's funny is my company, shout out X-Ray Company, it was the X-Ray 182. It was there was the biggest baddest blizzard of all times. Wow. I didn't know what I, I was like. Man, what in the world? I'm from Florida. What is this? All right, well there you go. Thank you, That's thank you for that nugget. E history. Today's e history. Today's moment in e history. All right. Um, this is this this exercise is primarily for Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. I'm not playing this game for every you know Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz that may be okay. out there. All right. These are. Would you agree that those are the three quarterbacks that if they if they're if a better Rodgers, Garoppolo, Carr, Carr, yeah, those are the only three that have a chance of really like Jameis ain't going anywhere and doing anything, right? There's other guys, yeah. but these three, right now, the AFC, NFC South quarterbacks under contract are Jameis, Ritter. I thought Jameis was gone. No, Jameis is under contract. Ritter, I think, is under contract. I think uh, Kyle Trask is under contract. And who would it be Sammy Darnold? Is he under contract in Carolina? That, your yeah, four, four, four. Uh, he is for sure. Oh boy! All right. Anyway, continue. These are the teams that have been identified as quote quarterback needy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so they are the 49ers? Yeah. Uh, no. The Bucks? Yes. The Colts? Yes. The Commanders? Yes. The Falcons? Uh, okay, yeah, hold on. Probably. These are teams, when I say quarterback needy, these are teams that do not know who their starter is, and the okay. 49ers fall into that, too. So, uh, 
not necessarily. I think they think Trey Lance is going to uh, be their star. Okay. But anyway, continue. The Giants. Mm-hmm. The Jets. <laughs> okay. I think we can whittle this down a little bit, but continue. I, your point's being made. The the Panthers, uh-huh. the Raiders, uh-huh. the Saints, uh-huh. the Seahawks. Uh-huh. Uh, again, that's uh, another one yeah. that I think it'll be him. He's a free agent. That's correct. Yeah. So was Daniel Jones. That's why. Yeah. You can't just assume the Giants yeah. are, you know, yeah. I get, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Texans and, and they say Titans, but I think Tannehill will be back. But yeah. Texans and Titans. Right. Okay. What's the question? The question is the attractiveness of those jobs from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So if you're... Aaron Rodgers, what is the best situation you could join in? I'll give you one that's under the radar, I think. Okay. And I'll tell you how he listed them. But I'm going to give you one here. I'm shocked, I, by who my, he li- I'm shocked by who he listed last. That, to me, is the biggest takeaway from This him. is my under the radar. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I might say, send me here. This is kind of Brady-esque. Okay. Carolina. Carolina number 10 on the list of the 13. The pros are the division, the yep. running game, yep. and the, the coach. The receiver. DJ Moore you got, and you got Frank Reich. The I con- like that. The cons are the upheaval and the defense. What upheaval? Well, um, uh, I'm trying to find. Yeah. That's a fine. I, okay. But anyway, that's one that if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're one of the elite guys, Rodgers, Carr. By the way, Iki Aquanu, who we wanted at times, did not have a great year. Yeah. Struggled. Uh, if you're, but so did, uh, in his rookie year, so did the kid at the Giants. Andrew He's now Thomas. an All-Pro. If you're Aaron Rodgers, why do you want to go to the AFC? If you're Derek Carr, leave the AFC. Go to the NFC, well, man. Well, which of the okay? So. I got to beat Mahomes, and if I don't beat Mahomes, then there's Burrow, and if there's not Burrow, then there's Herbert, and if there's not Herbert, then there's Lawrence. I mean, come okay. On. Let me let me run this one by you. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, Brock Purdy costs ten cents. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what you do with him. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. What about the 49ers trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come home and play his last couple of years there? Are you just completely giving up on the number we three pick in the draft? Yeah, at some point we got to go. I mean, Trey Lance has got, got two you. years okay. in now. It's time. It. It's not. We're not. Do you want to win a Super Bowl here. or you want to make sure well, you hit on the draft pick? He's looked okay when he's played. Has he? Okay. All right. Well, uh, just real quick, let me run down. He did. We're kind of out of time here, but this yeah. is how he ranked him. Okay. From the best situation to join as a veteran quarterback, because we're talking primarily about that, yeah. to the worst. Okay. Who's right? the best? Who's uh, the best? Who's the worst? Yeah. Uh, the worst is the Colts. That surprised me. And here's why. Nah. Because you have Michael Pittman and yeah. you have Jonathan Taylor. You got some pieces. The old line was supposed to be good, but I guess they, you run out of that after a I while. I told you I didn't like the Colts. I think the Colts are worse off than people uh, Number think. one is the Niners, if you could somehow fit in there. Which I think they're not. And these are the best situations. Now, look, they say it's Lance Where are the Purdy. Jets? Where are the Jets? Uh, the Niners are one, the Raiders are two, yeah. the Falcons are three, and well, Drake London had a real good year, and Kyle mm-hmm. Pitts and uh, Algar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Seahawks are four, but that'll be Geno. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are five. Is that who you asked me, the Bucks? No. The Bucks are five. That seems high to me. If the Bucks are five, they should have won more with Brady. Um, the Saints are six. Who did you ask? Oh, the Jets. Jets are seven. Pros, excellent defense, promising young playmakers, cons, questions along the offensive line. Uh, questions about the playmakers, offensive coordinator, and are you committed to the current starter? So these are situations about the quarterback needed, not necessarily talking about Aaron Rodgers per se or a draft pick, but as just we, in general. As we make the turn for home, congratulations to Foye Aluakon, the one-to-one financial poll question, Jaguars defensive MVP. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be getting a bull of a watch. <laughs> bull of a watch Thanks and so. a Barco lounger. Congratulations. Uh, let's make the turn for home when we return right here on The Drill. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. 
Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. I see the legendary Jonathan P. Shipley Esquire in the house well, today, you so you all have a lot to, do, to do today, Big Tony. Day. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. We'll have a ship in for the show this morning, and we'll take a look back briefly at mm-hmm. the season that was for the Jacksonville Jaguars and look mm-hmm. ahead, obviously, to the off season this morning with Ship as well. Mm-hmm. Our question of the day today, asking we put out the link to PFF has an article of their list of the pending free agents yes. in the NFL. So on that list, who is the highest-ranked player that you think the Jags will be able to sign this year oh. that didn't play for the Jags in 2022? Oh. It you just does like the they're going to spend much money. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I'm not a cap guy, so I don't you guys know that stuff better than I do, whether you can make things happen. It just seems to me if you really want a guy, you can get him. Just ask the Rams. But there sometimes are ramifications down well, the road. Uh, just ask the Rams. <laughs> so as we get ready right? to trade for Aaron Donald here, that's right, who I want. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you have to go through whatever machinations they're going to have to go through to get the cap space to even bring back the three guys we've talked about a lot mm-hmm. in the last week, mm-hmm. right, to get back Ingram and get back Taylor and get back Arden Key, they obviously have a need for pass rush. Arden Key is among the better pass rushers that's going to be I'm, available I'm, I, in free is, agency. This is me, and it won't happen, and it's probably flawed because I am. I am getting rid of every – defensive linemen that I don't have to keep, man. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. We need a, mm-hmm. the reason we are is you need an uh, Arden Key was well, not on Reddick. You need a guy. I mean, mm-hmm. Roy Robertson Harris has moments. He was yeah. good against the Titans. You need guys that bring it everything that are just a level higher than what we have on the D-line. It's a it's a bit of a weird free agency for that. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Because I don't think they're getting them there either right. by the like way. Like it's a guy like Marcus Davenport. You know, it there's not really Hassan yeah, Reddick has available yeah. in this year's free agency. You had Trey Hendrickson two years ago was a free agent from New Orleans. Like they it just isn't the same kind of market. And when you look at who is going to be a free agent, Arden Key is among the handful of the best that's gonna be available. Let me ask you guys this. Is this offense with a year of seasoning with Calvin Ridley added, keeping that together? Is the defense in close to its current form from a year ago good enough? Can you not outscore people? Could Jacksonville not have a year of transition where they win 45-35 or no? I mean, because but- sometimes you diddle around trying to do a little here and a little there, and you don't really get a whole lot better at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. you hope your team will be playing with leads every now and then. Right. Which, as much as they won this right. year, they still weren't playing with leads all yeah. that much, right? Yeah, to let whatever pass rush they do or don't have. Uh, show up week to week, and you you hope we've we've talked about the leap from year two to year three for Trevor Lawrence, and I think we're all anticipating that uh, for Trevor because we saw what it looked like one to two, so we and anticipated maybe even a bigger leap going from year two to year three. Can you get something from Trayvon Walker of some kind of consistent pass rush? You drafted him number one in the draft, right? Right, right? and eventually that's got to show up, or you know we will be throwing around those words, you know, here and. <laughs> the next year or two about whether or not he was the right pick, but you compare him to Aiden Hutchinson, doesn't mm. look great. Rather not do that right now. A year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike and Tony, Jaguars today. Shipley in the house as well. E, have a great day. Pross, we'll see you on Friday. Right, yeah. See you tomorrow, E. Bye, Felicia.